I also need to start my recording, so oh. I'll just there's my clamp. God damn it, Craig. That's <laughs> fine. I just, just hate that guy. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to be here. I this I feel really like cozy right now, so I feel like my energy's not gonna be as upbeat because the man is just laying on me, purring aggressively. Uh <laughs> you, just, you just call him the man? The man, yeah. The, He's or the, the sun. sun. Yeah. He's Swan the sun. Swan sun. The boy. Yeah. He's now. Wait, where's now, that but... clip? He's my <laughs> He's my sweet cheese. <laughs> He's my sweet cheese. My good time boy. Not again. Alright. <laughs> Do you guys want to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. We can talk about Swanson all day. That's fine. We can me. talk about my cat all day. He's a he's such a gentleman. He's so cute. I'll show him off later at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> cough cough. Go to the Patreon and you can see pictures of the cat. Or Twitter. Either way. Twitter's free though. But hi! Welcome to Diefall Presents Dragonlance. Shadow of the Dragon Queen. My hand is petting a cat, not doing anything <laughs> nefarious or otherwise, okay? God. My hand will be revealed at the halftime intermission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, um, yeah, at, at 20,000 patrons, we'll do a hand reveal. Hand reveal at 20,000? Jesus, 20,000. I could, I, I could actually do this full time. <laughs> And then some. Welcome everyone to Dungeons and Durgans. These, this is my cast. They're beautiful and lovely. There's the 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 cat, the Kayla, the Craig, the Connor, uh, and and the Dan. And we did introductions right. last time, so I'm just not gonna do it now. All of their relevant information is down below in the description, just like the video before. So go click on it. Thanks. Welcome. You said the cat, and I thought you were talking about Swanson again. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> the cat. Yeah, the cats. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I usually just uh, answer the cat, but now, but now I've learned to just not. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. The last time that we met, um, I would love to do this because I made everyone do this in Spelljammer. <clears throat> Recaps? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. A little, little... That, that's just led to so, so many, such a <laughs> controversy right, 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 right. in the past. The last time that they were we were great in Spelljammers, all... though. <laughs> the last time that we, we do were have five all people together. paying attention this time, I guess. That... <laughs> oh. Whoa! Oh, closer out. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> all right, that settles it. Roll me a d20. The lowest roll gets to recap in character. We're doing it at least one time. Okay. Oh, at this least one's gonna one. be hard because we all had separate stories. Yes. Yeah, I deserve that after my joke. Ooh. Oh. Big two? A four? No. I got a huge oh two. My Thank God. you, Dan, for the bailout. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge two. Dan just it's saved a, you unbelievably. Wow. All right, it's a well, two, but it's an impressive two. It's a big two. It's a big uh, two. Yeah, so I, I, I'll i fill in the gaps because, yes, uh, half of the episode we did spend at, at time of part there. Um, but Svartal... If you don't mind, mm. I can't wait for a Svartal recap. I can't imagine it's going to be very detailed in any manner whatsoever. But you know what? <laughs> Do your best. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I rolled I rolled a nat 20, and since yes. Svartal is my brother, can I, like, ask for a guest star to assist him? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You guys did spend a lot of time together We could as tell well. it together. Oh, no, no, no. I rolled a nat 20. Like, I, I no. <laughs> I'm writing that. I'm choosing the guest star. Oh, right, you're was, choosing yeah. the guest I would like star. To I would like to choose the guest star. I, okay. Well, is is it's that somebody, all right it, with everyone else? Yeah, choose a guest star. I was gonna say it could be an NPC that was. Oh there. sure, dope. Love that. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Is everyone okay. else okay with that guest star chosen to help mm -hmm. out Svartal? All right, do it. Cat, who is it? 
It's the tavern maid. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> Love her. She's great. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Swartle, you get to kick us off, though, because guess who wasn't there during the first half <laughs> of the session? Uh, so please uh, take us in on a little recap of what happened last time. Well, um, we were, uh, I was walking. I came out of the forest. I met my sister. And well, I mean, you know, I can't remember all the walking. I know there was a lot. I know it was heavy. I know we ran across this man that, that, or child. I don't know. He was small and puny and we had to, uh, Ooh, I remember we had to fight good things, big things. Uh, and then they turned into dust after we fought them. And for some reason, uh, the dust was, uh, dangerous and, uh, made me feel weird and very solid for a little bit until it still it stopped. And then we walked on and we found this lovely tavern that was full of ugly, weird people. And, uh, we were there to do, you know, this guy, he, he's a, he's a jerk who nobody likes him, but then apparently everybody likes him. I'm confused about the whole situation. I'm confused that why things were even happy in the first place. We're in a city. Cities are gross. There's all kinds of, uh, rats that like don't dig in in dirt in burrows. Swaddle, I think you you might be getting a little bit away from the things that are important here. Uh, what's important other than me? Uh, all right, uh, let me take over from this point. Everyone was in town for Ispin Greenshield's funeral. Um, out in Vogler, a small little fishing town, uh, uh, just on the edge of the Salamnic province. Lots of people came from out of town, um, including a, a, t- a tiefling man. I'd never seen a tiefling before, and a couple of elves as, as well, and and even another uh, knight of the Salamnic Order. It was all very quite exciting, very busy though. And um, well, I think I did a very good job at keeping everyone in order. Eventually, uh, Becklin with Viharin uh, performed the actual funeral of oh poor Ispin Greenshield, and there were stories guy. to be to be told. And well, it was all quite. Pleasant, as far as funerals go. Um, yeah, good job. So you say. Whatever. Good job, Swaddle. <laughs> then there was that guy. You remember that guy? There was the guy, the, the weird, the, the snot-nosed brat kid that tried to talk about how my sister was lying about how our mother was, you know, in this thing, and... It was... His name's Bakaris, the younger. Green he has a, a, a daddy that's a little, a uh, bit of a big deal around here, but... Yeah, yes, uh-huh. he's, he's, not, he's, not bi- he's not bigger than me. Uh, no. No. Yeah. And then, and then I had, oh, I had so many delicious vegetables <laughs> and green stuff. Oh, it was so good. Um, you'll have to ask uh, my sister on how the rest of the night went, though. The night went okay. There were stories that were told about Ispin. Uh, there was a heckler. And the original portion of all of this was everyone just coming to Vogler. Again, a small fishing town at the edge of the Salamnic region. After a bit of celebration, storytelling, and the, the funeral there, the rest of the party just went to sleep, resting after a long road to the small town. You were informed and requested 
to attend a meeting at Thornwall Keep the next morning. Becklin Uth Viharin has requested your attendance there, stating that there is something that Ispin Greenshield left for you as a gift before his passing. So after a rather fitful night's sleep, we awaken to the calming sounds of Vogler in the morning on the day of the Kingfisher Festival. The town is abuzz with festive energy this morning as locals set up stalls and hang decorations. The road to Thornwall Keep climbs a low hill towards an ancient edifice, ghostly in the morning mist. As you awaken in the brass crab and you know settle yourselves in perhaps to look for some type of breakfast, a young man enters the inn itself and with a cheerful voice greets you. Oh, good morning, Becklin's friends. Hi. <laughs> I'm glad I caught you. <clears throat> He's no more than 20 years old. He's carrying a sack under his arms. He has a sword at his hip. Kind of shoulder-length, black, shaggy hair. I'm Derek. Uh, Becklin's student. Hope you haven't had breakfast already. Um, he pats the sack at his side. Here to collect you and go on up to Thornwall Keep to have a bit of breakfast with Becklin and uh, talk about uh, something that she, she wanted to give you, I think, and, and perhaps the day's festivities. <clears throat> uh, well, hi, good morning, uh, Dara. It's n nice to meet you. Uh, I'm happy to head off if the, the rest are. We will stay for this gift. But there's no reason to exchange words. Ah, that's Hello. unfortunate. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay then. Uh, yes, I'm more than happy to come and receive any and all gifts, even if we aren't exchanging pleasantries. Sort of suits me. Uh, well, I, su I suppose that's that's good. Um. <clears throat> whew. Wow. You two are even bigger than Becklin said you would be, and. Rather impressive. Um, she said that you're from a tribe of, of warriors. Do you think we could maybe get a little, you know, tr training in? I I'm training to become a Salamnic Knight one day. One day. Please, please give me your hand. Oh, yes. I reach out. And he gives you his hand. I'm going to grab it like I'm shaking it. Uh huh. But I'm not going to, like, squeeze it super tight. I'm just going to lift him up. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, ha whoa, very strong. You, you <clears throat> seem very small. No, I'm not that small. I, Brother, I may have some growing look. more to do. Huh, what? I huh. suppose your puniness could be an advantage, and I set him down gently. I, I am known to be quick, huh? Ah, yes. You They're could be very quick and fast. Deft? Yes, exactly. In and out, you know? Before they even know what's hit them. That's... You want to go for the weakness, which would be their legs. The legs, yes. You look like you have tree trunks for legs, so I'm not exactly sure that that's a weakness on your that's end, but perhaps for someone else. you need to know else. where to cut. Where would you cut? You would cut here, and I... Grab Spartle's, grab Spartle's, like, foot, and I try and, like, like, gesture underneath. <laughs> and I go, I go, uh, uh, 
that's not right here is where you want to slice and i aim for his like his uh his um his shin and like also like his ankles like here and here oh, right oh yes well okay yeah i'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind <laughs> next training sh- session with becklin she won't know what hit her huh uh oh before the pies get cold uh on the road head up to thornwall yeah yes oh great cool Awesome. I'm so excited for the festival. Hopefully you're attending, right? Becklin said you might. We were told that we are here to pay our respects to this man. Is this a part of paying the respects? It was his favorite holiday here in Vogler. And there's there's a there's a mock battle at the end too. And you could battle. maybe show me some more moves. Mock battle? Yeah, yes. Oh, oh, it's so exciting. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'll, I'll tell you on the way. Um, so the, the annual festival here, we celebrate the victory of a Knight of Salamnia, uh, Lord Decatur Vogler, for what the town's named, uh, over the forces of the Empire of Istar. The battle occurred hundreds of years ago, long before the cataclysm and things, and, well, it sparked the village's founding. The festival includes music and food and games, all involved with, you know, the founding of the town and competitions and the like. Um, and so well... So you celebrate this great warrior? Yes, the the the, the, the Knight of Salamnia, Lord Decatur Vogler. We Bless named you. Ta- oh, we named a town after him, you know, and we celebrate it. I would also like to celebrate a great warrior. Good. Well, then you're definitely in the right place for today. Um, and yes, the, the battle that I was talking about, there's a, a reenactment of the Battle of High Hill. We, we do it every afternoon. Um, it was Ispin's favorite thing. He would lead the forces of, you know, the Vogler. Every, every afternoon? How do, how do you have so many people? Do oh, they... not, not every afternoon. It's, it's once a year. But hmm. like, so, okay, how many people die? Every year. Oh, it's a reenactment. Yes. There's, there's no death. It's a pretend. It's pretend. It's training. No death. It's training. Training. Yes. What? Sparring. Oh. Sparring. Brother, it is sparring. Sparring. Like how you and I would do, except I would always win. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, come, come, come. Keep, keep up. Um. And he's gonna kind of like gesture up the way, you know, towards Thornwall Keep. But he's gonna fall back here, uh, to where Reyna is. Um, I see you've got the armor of the order on. Uh, that's exciting. Are, are you a knight? Yes. And you said your name was Garrett or Derrett? Uh, Derrett. D-A-R-R-E-T-T. High water. You know, like how the Vingard River gets some high water sometimes. It's a pleasure to Reina Sinrath. Pleasure is absolutely all mine to meet another knight of the Salomnic Order. I, well, um, Becklin says I shouldn't go about saying that I want to join the Order. They're not very popular here, but I can't imagine anything that I would like greater than that. How is it? Is, is it? is it fun? Is it difficult? Is it dangerous? It can be. Time. Shouldn't worry too much about size being liked and popularity. As long as you fulfill your dream, happy, feel that matters. Well, that's that's my plan, <laughs> is to fulfill my dream. Just learn as much as I can from Becklin, and then, you know, hopefully, eventually, she'll sign my recommendation for the order. 
that's my hope, at least. I'm really hoping to kind of show off during today's battle, you know, and show everything I've learned, and maybe, maybe it'll be the time, you know? Don't get it too ahead of yourself, and if you do need any tips or tricks, then... Well, I don't want to offer up their help, but I'd like to think that these kind people... ...distance. Uh, yes, uh, perhaps. Um, the two larger ones are rather intimidating, um... But also... And he, he kind of leans over here, uh, getting himself closer to Razik, and I've never met a tiefling before, and Becklin says you're from the Wastes? That's 800 miles from here. Did you travel I all that way? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid I did. Yeah, I'm on foot as well for most of it, so... On foot? It's been quite a journey. Whoa. You have something against boats. Well, I mean, obviously I had to take the odd ferry, but I preferred to travel, you know, on my own two feet, where I can, what, what, I don't know, see the sights, go on my own pace, that sort of thing. What was the coolest thing you saw? I've never been outside of Vogler, so, you know, really, anything. I would love to imagine it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I would say the coolest, but certainly the most interesting seemed to be the... The aftermath of a battle, um... I think it- sorry, Joel, was it Savantir was where it was? In the... Sylvanessi? Sylvanessi, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, so I would kind of recount, you know, very briefly what I saw there and, you know, dragons in the sky, that sort of thing, so, mm. um... Did I hear him talking about that? Oh, absolutely! Everyone's <laughs> just kind of walking in a line <laughs> on the way there, and so... You begin recounting your experience at the edge of the wastes and observing the Sylvanesti forest, shrouded in fog, smoke and shadow, dragons wheeling overhead, an army marching out from the forest and under attack by some shadowy force from inside. Uh, yeah, Talonor, what's your immediate reaction to this? Nervous sweating. So, Sylvanesti is... Is it gone? I don't understand. Did they win? Was it um, a war? It seemed to be the aftermath of the battle. From what I could tell, it the the place itself seemed to be burning, but I didn't really hang around. And I'll be honest, I didn't think much of it. It seemed so far away from where I was going, and once I got clear, everything was quiet and peaceful again. Huh. I just assumed it might have been, I don't know, a small war or something between rival towns or cities. You didn't have any more trouble on the way? Not that, not that I noticed, no. Oh. Um. He kind of, like, peeks his head around, you know, Svartal, and just can see around to where Talonor is. Uh, Becklin told me one of you was from Sylvanesti. Uh, Talonor, right? Greymoon? Oh. Yep. Um. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm from Sylvanesti, uh. I left a while ago, though, to come here. I'm sure it's going okay. Probably. Is it hot here? Huh? It's... That one. He's sweating profusely. I can oh, smell it uh, on him. I always sweat when I'm hungover. I think it was the glass of wine last night. Uh. <laughs> the, the single glass of wine as you hung over? Yes. <laughs> sort of look, look up as Svartal, just sweating increases. Uh, I, I kind of lean in close. You know, 
Sweat smells different under certain circumstances. I'm not sure if that's supposed to be enticing or scary, but, um... Wait, wait, I'm, I'm kind of sweaty. What do I smell like? Do I smell like a hero? You smell sad, but oh. with great potential. Oh. I like a newborn baby. That's nice. Well, I do <laughs> bathe. No, I said with great potential. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, sorry. I kind of got us all off, off track here, but um, you've made your way up the hill towards Thornwall here. The fog is starting to fall away as the morning sun reaches the rest of Vogler here. Veins of bronze-colored ivy cling to Thornwall Keep's ancient three-story stone tower, the tallest structure in Vogler. From its crenellated roof rises an elaborate device resembling a catapult. Crumbling ruins of walls and other fallen structures surround the keep, and amid them lie several shallow square pits and covered excavation sites. It doesn't seem to be a working fortress, but it is a sturdy enough looking structure and an emblem of Vogler's past long ago. Becklin greets you at the door, wearing nothing but just like a s simple shirt and some breeches, not her traditional armor, and she waves. Oh, good, you all decided to come. Come on in, come on in. Derrett will push and lead the way in, and he starts distributing the little hand pies that he bought for breakfast, and uh, looking out over the table here, as you're all sitting for a breakfast. He, I, um, well, I probably should have got some more. Um, I did, I thought, she told me that you were large, but I didn't realize how actually large you are. If you're still hungry afterwards, um, I, I can go run and get some more. Uh, sorry. Oh, but this one here. And he, he pulls out another. It's it's vegetarian. I heard Svarshul that you liked oh, oh, veggies. Yeah. yeah. Was a very good snack. Thank you. Huh. Yes. Of course. Hmm. And he'll sit and he'll start eating on his own pie here. And Becklin sits and. So, everyone sleep all right. The inn, good accommodations. Yeah. Yeah, it was very nice, thanks. Was good. Plenty of room. Flat floor, great. The floor. Really. <laughs> ah, well, a blessing, a blessing of your kind, I guess. But I hope it was at least comfortable. Well, please enjoy your food. And um, today's um, the Kingfisher Festival. If you have any interest on attending any of the festivities. Dare it will, you know, crumbs in his mouth. Oh, I told them all about the festival. They're going to be in the battle later. Very excitedly, crumbs spewing everywhere. Oh. I'm going to lean over and just... Knights, don't. <laughs> Please. Oh. When it comes to battle, manners are nothing. He places the pie down and wipes off his mouth. Sorry. Just got excited. He is excited, and I slap him on the back really hard. <coughs> He's got a oh. warrior's spirit in him yet. Uh. <laughs> yes, well, he's got quite a lot of training left to do, I think, but it's good. I think you're taking part in the festivities today will do the town some good, and, um, well, the reenactments are rather exciting, I think. It's... 
It was Ispin's favorite event. I, I know some of you may not hold him in very high regard, but it's a fun event. And, well, it's, we're... it's not very fighty, is it? I'm not really. Oh, no. I know everyone here is very impressive. I'm not saying they're not, but I'm not really much of a combatant, I no, suppose. If, if, you, if you don't want to, to fight, it's mostly done with, with wooden weapons and, and things like that. The militia, uh, you know, fighting uh, as the side of Vogler in an ancient battle. But there's. Well, uh, Cudgel, did you meet her yesterday? Her mercenary company's uh, in town. Yes. Yes, so, I met her briefly. We got along great. Mm, the Ironclad Regiment. It's Cudgel's band. Uh, they're, they're training our, our little militia. And, well, we thought this would be a really good time to kind of test how the militia's uh, doing. So it'll be the Vogler Militia up against uh, the Ironclad Regiment. Again, all in training and wooden weapons and padded oh, things. Um, but if, if you're sure not feeling... I'm sure she'll love to see me with a wooden weapon in her hand. <laughs> uh. Probably. I, I think it would be good. At least a little bit of fun. Um, but if, you, if you're not feeling up to it, we do have need for, for like, referees, right? Someone to ensure that, you know, tussles don't get too uh, dangerous. Uh, or nobody will hit like an that. official. That sounds smart. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we can give you... referee this bounce. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a little a little badge, and you can wear that. Um, Lovely. For yes. the bat or that. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds most preferable. Yes. Well, we'll I look forward to seeing you all brutalize each other, though. It should be very entertaining. I would like to participate in this sparring match. Oh, good. Yes. I, th I think it would be very good for uh, our people to see even more powerful and uh, skilled. I need warriors. a warm up. Uh -oh. Every morning. Of which, I was thinking that you and I, Ravenna. Yes. Thinking that maybe we could take this one, and I kind of like nudge Derek really hard. Not like aggressively but yeah. not politely either and just think we could take this one out and warm up ah yes a, oh no not a punching bag you are uh, merely but a little cub but yes we lionesses will show you a thing or two i i would i would love that he like immediately looks over at becklin who smiles back at him and Nods. He's. Let me go get my things. Oh goodness gracious! Yes. Oh, Ooh. not. No, oh. Yep. He just dashes off upstairs to his room to gather whatever he thinks is necessary for this. Becklin will push back from the table. Here's. Good. I. I'm glad that you're going to be participating. Um. The gift, however. Uh, well, I. I'd hope that one of you would carry it into the battle today. One moment. She leaves and re-enters carrying a shallow wooden box. It's about three feet to a side. She sets it down gently on the table. Uh, Ispin left this for, well, he said for all of you, but I'm not really sure how to divvy up um, a shield. <laughs> it comes with a condition, since he won't be attending the Kingfisher Festival. He wanted you to participate in all the festivities. And it's good that you'll be doing the reenactment just one of you needs to carry the shield for the, the battle here. The shield? Yes. Mm. And he and she will open it up here. Every year he looked forward to participating and dying in an even more ludicrous way than the year before. I have been taught in the way of the shield, but I do not prefer it. Uh, you don't necessarily need to be good at it. Just carry it. It's like, um, a standard. I a never banner. said I wasn't good at with 
you know, with a shield or anything. I don't mind, but I do not prefer it. Any one of you can wield it. She opens the box and reveals a round green shield, carved with a scarred broadleaf tree and painted a mossy green. It's a sturdy one. It's uh, been through decades of adventuring and battle. Um, for those of you that had met Ispin before, you would all recognize the shield. Even if it was only in passing, it was something that never left his side. Um, I don't Raina know. just has this look of contemplation on her face, staring at her shield, that shield, having this look like, Ooh, that's a good a shield! <laughs> like, when you're in a game and you're mm -hmm. trying to decide whether or not is it really worth it, you know? She continues. Well, Ispin says that he was given the shield by a unicorn, a far-off forest of dark and wood, but, well, who knows if it's true or not. Ispin loves his tall tales, huh? Right. Well, this is the gift, um, and of course there's a, there's a bit more, uh, enough to cover whatever your travels would have been, and a little bit more. Uh, you had some reward in his will. Well, some of you, and he look, she'll look over at Talonor, but I suppose you can bring it back to your father then. Oh, yep, more than happy to do so. Mm. Good. Um, I'll, I'll dole those out after the battle then, um, but for now, select which of you will wield the shield, and Derek comes clanking down the stairs here, just wearing a really misfit armor and chainmail, and he's got his sword, he stumbles, and <clears throat> I'm ready. I'm ready for the training of the lionesses. I'm gonna be a damned hero. So, with like a look of appraisal, with their hands behind their back, Reyna is gonna do like a small circle around them, looking them up and down. Jump for me. Um, how high? As you can. A bunch of clanking. Uh, he does not get very far. Less armor. Huh? Thinking Ravenna. He's not as quick as he could be. Le less, less armor. Oh, right. Um, it took me a while to get put on. Can someone help? Just take the straps. Just, just take your shin guards off. Uh huh. He tries to bend over and gets kind of he gets stuck in the plate. There's no need for those heavy greaves. Oh. Uh, it will slow you down. Help. I seem to be stuck. Here, boy. And I'll go ahead <laughs> and help remove some unnecessary uh, accoutrement. Well, can opener action as you get him out <laughs> of all of it. Yeah. And he, and he ends up with essentially what amounts to, like, just a breastplate and, and not much more. And he's, oh. Uh, that feels much better, but it's nothing like your armor. It's nothing like the knights. As you grow, so will your armor. Hmm. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, training then, yes? Huh? Sometimes the lighter the better. Yeah, and he like looks at you and says, you don't wear any armor. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Come on, come on. I, I can't wait much longer. And plus, the festivities are starting soon, and I don't want to miss anything on the festival. Can we get that warm up in real quick? And. Faddle! Maybe uh. you want to hold that disc. Or uh, ball. Looks like a very I mean, shallow ball. 
Sure. I, I, it's just a. It, this. I mean, like. Do you want me to get angry? Because this thing's gonna make me angry. You could probably hold food in it. I, I would mm. request that perhaps you don't hold food in it. All right, you cannot hold food in it. It's all what? right. Why Just not? carry it on your back, perhaps. Would that be all right for any of you? Again, just <clears throat> like a banner, a standard. All right, whatever. All right. And as you kind of move off with Derrett outside to get a little training in, a little montage moment of training, Becklin sitting at the table with those that remain. So, um, Razik, do you plan on going back to the Waste soon? Um, <clears throat> I haven't made up my mind, to be honest. Um, I've, I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more of the country before I return home. I've, ne I've never left the, uh, the desert before, so it's all a new experience for me. Huh? Well, you've seen quite a lot of it, but oh, Salamnia is beautiful. And perhaps you could head west, see some of the larger cities. I mean, that's the kind of thing I'd be more interested in, yeah. It would be good. It's, um, I think that's a great idea. There'll be a caravan or two that heads out that way, uh, after we get, you know, the festival completed and the fresh catch-in and things like that. We'll start moving things off that direction. We could probably get you set up on a caravan. Oh, well, that'd be lovely. I'd uh, appreciate any help in that, in that sort you could provide. Of course. And, and, and Talanor, um, I know we spoke briefly about it last night, but plans to return to Sylvanesti? Oh, um, not, not massively right now, to be honest. I was sort of, you know, hoping to see a bit more of the world. Uh, huh? Maybe go to one of those larger cities. Uh, Perhaps you jobs. and uh, Razik could travel together then. Yes, I wouldn't mind a lift. Uh, I don't really know anything about the larger cities, to be honest. I've never really, oh. never really left home too much. Well, don't let me spoil it for you. I, I don't want to ruin the experience when you arrive and you can see the walls and spires. Him. That sounds lovely. Yes, maybe I'd get an odd job or two and stay for a while and go travel around. Hmm. Good, good. I do appreciate you all making it this far. I know it wasn't an easy journey for anyone. Um, so enjoy the festivities. Uh, there's a fun little fishing competition too if you'd like to take part in it. And uh, then in the afternoon we'll have the uh, we'll have the battle and that'll be the festival. That sparring match, uh, I I have never met somebody as skilled as you. I I wanted to thank you because I've never felt I've never felt pushed before, even in training. So th thank you. Thank me. No, I thank you. You do me a great honor sparring with me. It was lovely meeting you. I, I I don't know when our paths will cross, and I know we don't see Ispin in the same light, but it was a pleasure meeting you and, and of course, your brother. Spartle's probably, like, off in the background, just, like, looking at his shield. Yeah, Darren is laying on the back, like, on his back on the ground, just... <gasps> uh, uh, uh. Well, Spartle is likely... Um, sorry, just to, just as he's in the side. Uh, likely looking like stoic sort of looking like he's really deep in thought but in the in inside it's just elevator music 
My brother is special and dear to me, even if he is not as skilled as a warrior as I am. I think I that you think are that both, you are quite, both quite skilled, not and that's to not to demean own your own or lift his, up, lift his and, and fashion. fashion. I just I admire you I admire both. You both. Uh, looks like you've been through hell and back. And with that, with that you'll see Reyna just, Raina just kind of does clasp, that clasp on, uh, the, on, the, forearm, uh, on the forearm, handshake, handshake. I follow suit and I like give like a give like a yes like a nod but I like squeeze pretty like like yeah like warrior like let's go so it's a little tight a little comfortable you see like a vein pop out or something you know that's good yes you son of a bitch all right come little cub it is time for those uh Things you things spoke you of. spoke of. Festival, the right? Ha! Ah, festival. Oh, it's you time. You must walk it off. Come on, let's get everyone. They, there's a there's a, a little. We gotta go down uh, to the village circle. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And it seems with a second burst of energy, Derrett is just ready to go. Um, those of you that were inside, kind of exiting Thornwall here with Becklin, and you would make your way down and away from Thornwall Keep. The festival is only just getting started here. Colorful banners and paper decorations shaped like kingfishers decorate the village. Temporary stalls sell food and colorful crafts, and in the center of the circle, an ancient tree provides shade for the happy picnickers. Oh, what happy picnickers? What happy picnickers? <laughs> From a temp having a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> They're real happy. From a temporary Aww. stage, a band of local musicians brings a spirited song to a close as the mayor, Raven Uth Vogler, takes the stage. Welcome, friends, raising her arms high. Welcome to the Kingfisher Festival. Cheers and applause fill the circle. The mayor smiles widely. Today is a day of not only revelry, but... Also reflection. We are all here thanks to the courage of heroes who came before us. Let us honor our founders, our family, and all those who can't be here to celebrate today. Enjoy your festival, Vogler, with good spirits, good times, good friends, and look to the kingfishers for good luck. An energetic round of cheers follows the mayor's words, and with that, the Kingfisher Festival is officially underway. The Village Circle is the heart of the festival events. Townsfolk share food and drink, while a rotating series of enthusiastic local musicians take to the stage and encourage the crowd to dance. From various stalls in the circle, there's a variety of fish field, pastries, sweet drinks, and kingfisher-shaped crafts available for a couple copper each. Traditional Kingfisher Festival events to commemorate Vogler's founding and history, one of which being the most popular and annual competition is the fish catch, where fishers try to catch the biggest fish during a set period of the morning. As you make your way around the circle here, um, I'm just curious as to how everyone would be reacting or interacting in the central portion. I would love to start with with Talonor. So as the kind of presentation comes to a close, is there anything that Talonor would want to do or would do afterwards? He'd largely just be taking in the sights, I think, sort of sticking in the group and walking a little behind them and 
He'd be a little curious about the fishing tournament. He's fished a couple times before, but he's not really extroverted enough right now to, to approach anyone, at least. Okay. Do you go buy any crafts or anything, or just observe? I'd maybe get a nice, uh, I assume there'd be all sorts of food and drink. Oh, yeah, Probably yeah, be yeah. more interested in that. Get a nice, refreshing beverage. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's a bit of a different climate here. Mm-hmm. Not the most comfortable. Sweet drinks available here, the fish-filled pastries and things, and in case breakfast wasn't enough at Thornwall Keep, there is plenty here to take part in, as you observe and walk around. Razik, what are you doing? Um, I, I think Razik would certainly explore the stalls, probably with a mind to buy essentially the most junkiest, crappiest-looking jewelry, like the most homemade... Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Um, just to, just to have, just as a little souvenir. Roll me um. an investigation <laughs> check. All mm. right. Okay. <laughs> That's a fourteen. Fourteen's not bad. Okay. And you... the worse the bear. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Understood. Understood. And you make your way around the stalls here, looking at the various bits of crafts and such, and you find uh, a stall that, you know, seems to make these wooden carvings of kingfishers for this particular event, and one of them just looks awful. And you note, sitting next to it, there's a little sign that says two copper pieces, is a small child, their feet dangling off of a stool, beaming up at you, his shaggy brown hair kind of unkempt around his, his neck and face. Oh, I see you looking at my, my carving. You want it? It's two copper pieces. I did real good. Mom said I did real good. Oh, I, I, I was admiring it from across the, the courtyard, and I had to come and see it closer. It's, it is truly wonderful, but I wouldn't pay two copper for it. No, no, no. I would, I'd, I'd go as far to say two silver for a fine piece such as this. Huh? What? Two, two, huh? Well, yeah, of with the craftsmanship that I have put into it, two silver makes sense. Totally uh, makes absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Um, how long? How long did it take you to make? It took. It took me all week. Do you see? You see here how I? I got. Well, I got one of the eyes. It, it, I couldn't get the other eye just right. It's a little off kilter, but but um. I mean, I would say that just gives it some personality, you know? I mean, it just looks a little different and adds to the unique value of it. I, I even gave it a little name and I carved it on the bottom and it shows you the bottom of the little kingfisher <laughs> and it's just in rough letters in common. Spells out Tug. I named it, <laughs> I named it Tug. Um. Sir, did you want to, to, to buy a tug? Absolutely. If, if you can bear to, to part with it, I'd, I'd I, happily take it. I, I, I think I can find it in, in myself to perhaps part with this masterpiece of carving that I've done this last week. Well, uh, certainly then. I mean, I'll hand him two silver. Uh, uh. Thank, thank you, sir. Tug, you're going to a good home. And hands you the small carving. And you look up, and you've seen that his his mother has been watching this interaction the entire time. Biggest smile on her face. 
talk. Uh, well, good luck to you out there on, <laughs> on your adventures. I, I mean, I'm well traveled, so you'll be you'll be journeying a long way, uh, certainly. Well, well, but tell, I was actually tell him to write oh, home sometime. Huh? <laughs> of course, of course. I'll be sure to tell him. Uh, but actually, I was wondering about the fishing tournament, young man. Do you, could you? I was thinking about entering it, but yes. I'm not much of a fisherman. Um, in fact, I've never fished before in my life. Would, oh. Do you have any tips or advice for me? Got, yes, I'll, I could give you so many tips and things. Um, so the competition is is about catching biggest fish that you can, and the goal is there's a there's a big fish, a really big fish. He's a he's a carp. Um, he's a a, a curry curios. Curi His mother would step in. Curious carp, right? And his name is Ben Bogue, the line breaker. He's he's like he's like seventeen feet big, and 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 he like breaks lines, and and every fisher tries to catch him during the competition. And if you do, you you win. You're a legend in the town. He's only ever been caught once, um, by um, his pee and his green. Oh, it has been. Is it by any chance? Green shield. It's been, yeah, it's been. He told all the stories and, and stuff like that, and he carried a shield that looks like that one. And he like points back behind you to where your group is, and the shield <laughs> is being carried. Um, but you gotta well, catch it, and 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 it's really hard. And just get the biggest fish you can. Do you have the fishing tackle? Uh, no, I've <laughs> no actually. Could you tell me where I could be supplied with the? They give you so there if you want to do the contest, but. It's really terrible fishing stuff. And hang on, hang on, mom, mom, hold my seat, mom. mom. She looks down at him, and he's just <laughs> looking at her, saying, "Mom, yes, dear, I've got the thing." And he goes running off into the town. I think, I think he'll be back if he remembers. Um, <laughs> is is it his rod or something he's got to well, to get by any chance? His father made him one a set of fishing tackle um his father's a fisherman and so you know he thought he would start training him young uh, it, it won't be too long again if he remembers um you wait for like a minute and he comes sprinting back and yeah he's got like line and tackle and it's it's like a child-sized rod and he's carrying a box and he's <laughs> this is <clears throat> my dad my dad made this for me and um you can use it for the competition. He's the best fisher in the entire town. He's the the greatest, and I know that this this is the this is the one that will win. This one here. All right, okay. Well, if you're if you're happy enough to lend it to me, I'll oh, certainly take good care of it abs and yes, absolutely. Bring it back to you afterwards. Of course. Yeah, and he'll like shove it into your hands. Everybody's so <laughs> eager to help in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's nice here. Everyone's you know? so eager. Yeah. Uh, so he gives you the fishing tackle. You've bought yourself Tug, the tiny little bird carving. And uh, yeah, so we continue to move about here. Siblings, what would you be doing? Hmm. I would be perusing the food. Mm, yes. Mm. More fish and more pastries. I would like to walk up to the closest one and smell everything. Smell everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, give me a perception check. A smell check. 
Smell check. Smell check. 17. Pretty good smell check. You follow yeah. your nose wherever it goes to find the fish and the pastries that go along with them, uh, and you find a stall that is particularly uh, pleasurable smelling in that it is more spiced than any other location. Um, mm. And you see a, a dwarven man kind of sitting behind it. Oh, hey, you can smell it, huh? Uh, yes. Try out a new spice on these. What kind? Oh, no, 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 family secret. I can't tell you all that, but you ah. could give me a couple copper and take one and try it for yourself. Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. How about, are there like, are there like, like a, are there like wooden like crates or like baskets of them? Yeah, so they'd be in baskets. He's got them like set okay. up underneath this, you know, tent awning thing. And he's got baskets of them. My nose doesn't lie. And this smells extremely pleasing to me. How about I take two baskets? Two, One two, gold oh, each. Aye, aye, you done. Done, yeah, done and done. Um, sure, shutter me up for the day, yeah. <laughs> I can go enjoy I, the festivities. <laughs> I give, a, I flip two gold pieces his direction. Yeah, shining and I in take the both of the do. baskets. He catches up, mm. gold, you're running around with gold. Hey. Put, it, put one in my mouth. Mm. Delicious. Um, yeah, it's, uh, they're like fish empanadas. Oh, um, oh yes. Just, and they got a little Excellent. kick, a little kick to them. Delicious, <laughs> absolutely delicious. And you have two mm. baskets full. It totals out to be something along the lines of like thirty empanadas. Uh, so mm. that's awesome. And he, he, you see, he takes a sign and he scribbles down really quickly, close, places it on the things. I'm gonna go have fun in the festival. Thanks for buying. And wait. Saunter on off. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? I'm craving fish. Aye. Raw kind. Ah. Where can I find big fish to snack Aye. on with these? Uh, go to the, um, uh, go out to the, uh, the, the marketplace down there, the, the south. Uh, take part in the, uh, the contest, the fisher contest. All or you right. can just eat the fish that the other people catch. Oh, uh, they are big fish. Huge there. fish, biggest fish, large fish, up to eight feet long, in fact. There's a Ooh. big boy named Benabog the Linebreaker. I mean, the whole goal is to try and catch him. Has anyone caught him? One person, uh, Ispin, Greenshield. Hmm. Did he now? He did. Is there proof of this? Oh, uh, well, I mean, there was proof at the time. Uh, I was there. Hmm, did he release it and not eat it? Aye, yeah. Well, it was released back here. It was the biggest one anyone had ever caught, and, uh, well, Benabog's a bit of a, a legend in Vogler. It's been around 40 years. Oh. So it might be disrespectful. Well, don't eat that one, eat but it. you could catch that one. Hmm. Eat the other ones. All right. Thank if anything, you for the fish time. market's down there, and I'm sure there's fresh catch for you. Uh, oh, where might I find some, um, food of the vegetable variety? Vegetables? Um, yes. well, I know we got fruit pies down the way, and I think there's a, a bit of a vegetable pie. Uh, you could go get it, uh, across the way, I think. Um, All right. But that's, that's about it. Uh, most, most things today are either uh, kingfisher-themed or fish-themed. I see. My brother does not... Uh, 
favor meets. Oh, well, all right, that's fine. Yeah, across the way there, there should be at least something you can get. Thank you for your information, and I toss him a bronze or a copper right. for his information. Mm. Yeah, and he'll go scurrying off to go enjoy the festival for himself with his fresh, shiny two gold pieces. <laughs> Brother, they have fruit pies and vegetable ones this way. Uh -huh. Are you still hungry? Uh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, what Svarta would be looking around for, though? Because he's distracted mm -hmm. by... Uh, he so he would assume that there's some sort of like maybe kids section where there may or may not be a petting zoo. Sure, yeah, why not? The village circle absolutely has a petting zoo. <laughs> he I, wants to I, visit the petting zoo. I <laughs> yeah, saunter back with my two baskets and I'm just sitting there eating them, just like following him around at this point. I am mm -hmm. completely satisfied. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just I've eating. got what I want. Perfect. Yeah, there's a there's a small petting zoo with some goats and chickens and, and sheep and whatever, and children are just chasing them around the pen. Uh, he, uh, he, j he walks up to the pen, mm -hmm. and he just starts, like, saying, oh, oh. Oh, and then starts and then and then starts talking to one of the goats and it's just, mm. oh, you're a cute little guy, aren't you? It looks up with oh. you, looks up at you with its big rectangle pupils because for some reason goats have rectangle pupils and it freaks yeah, it is me weird. out. It's it really is so weird. weird. Demonic, demonic and adorable. Yeah, yeah, and just chewing on the the hay that is provided for them, just staring up at you. Hey, uh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. You're a cute little guy. I bet you're gonna grow up to be nice and strong and eat all the grass in the world. I'm sitting here just like... <laughs> Eating. Oh, God. Just watching this whole thing. He, um... Like, so he's a big brooding guy, and he, uh... He's very... He's very... He's obviously very different around these little goats, right? He's... He's... A giant soft teddy bear when it comes to just seeing these little animals. Little guys. Um, and he's he's got like a smile on his face. He's extremely happy. Um, he understands that when he talks to these animals, it, it, he's is not. It, it's very different from when other people talk to these animals. They seem to listen. They mm -hmm. seem to to kind of have an idea of what that he's saying something. And he's always found that to be rather interesting. So he just he just keeps talking and petting, mm -hmm. and talking, and petting. He repeats himself probably like three or four times uh, each, and it just, he's just having a, he's just having a blast. Talonor, as you've been following people around, you note the siblings approach the small petting zoo, as it were. And initially, mm -hmm. you watched Svartal kind of quicken his pace up to it there, and you weren't really sure how this was going to go. People parted around him, the children kind of shied away from him. He didn't seem to notice any of this. But as he, like, got there, and you note that he he's speaking softly and, and petting these goats and sheep and small animals with such care. And you, you note that the people around him seems to seem to start taking notice as well. The children, you know, start resume their play, the people kind of move back in. And you, you see him smile it's the first time, other than the, like, two times he's laughed, that you've seen Svartal smile at all, either. Um, it was a curious interaction in comparison to, you know, what you saw of him yesterday. Svartal, so, 
You, you seem to quite like animals. Do you work with them typically, or...? Uh, I mean... Uh, I live with them. They're kind of like... Oh. I have a... There's a, there's a pack of wolves that I, I really adore. Uh, there's a couple of big bears that... I mean, when I left my, uh, when I left my family, they, they kind of became my second family, you know? Oh, my goodness, what a, what a tail, I suppose. That's, that's most impressive. I have a dog, but that's about it, really. Oh, what's, what's their name? Uh, Buster, actually, is. Buster. He's like, yay, hi, and I'll, I'll sort of gesture to my waist. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, six and a half feet tall, so he's a pretty big dog. It's a big dog. Uh, uh, good boy. Yeah. Yes, he is actually. He is a, he is a remarkably good boy. Uh, certainly I would, certainly I would keeps like the intruders at bay. Yeah, I would oh, like well. to meet him. Maybe you shall one day. I'll uh, take you to Sylvanestia, I suppose. But yes, where, where is it that you're, you're from exactly? Because you've mentioned living with animals and whatnot. I don't really know anywhere like that, I suppose. Uh, well, um, it's complicated. Uh, I'm from, hmm. you know... A village down south, and there—I mean, we're originally. Uh, there's a whole tale. I—I I don't know. My 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 father says it best. We used to come from a a, a big crowd of noble people that were, uh, well, servants to the crown. And I guess we're uh, a lot of a lot of the reason that we're uh, so big as a family is because. Uh, we got taken care of, and we took care of them. I mean, we were protectors, I guess, from mm. what I hear. We were protectors, and uh, we came from uh, uh, this place. But then, you know, during all this cataclopa, clippy clappy, whatever it was, the the, the the whole island and everything split, and you know, we got separated. We became our own own little tribe. Um, See, like the most intense, furrowed brow yeah. trying to figure out trying what the hell he's talking Spartle about. Trying to follow Spartle recounting history is like really yeah. politely nodding. He goes, oh, oh, you mean a cataclysm? <laughs> That's what you're talking about. That what split I, you up. What did I say? The cataclopy or something along those lines. But I think you, I think you were talking about a, a cataclysm. I've I've read about those in my history books. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell, but I will trust you. Sure, yeah. Do I do I see genuine confusion on Svartal's face from afar? Probably. You see the Talonor <laughs> speaking to Svartal, which is like that's a whole thing on its own. Brother. Just uh, Talonor what? visibly flinch. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there with half my mouth full, like I've got like half of a biscuit sticking out. Is he bothering you? Oh no, not at all. This guy's all and right. I, he's got a I, he's got a dog. I oh, does he now? And I'm like yelling with like it's like, <laughs> like across the, the village cone. circle. He's yelling. <laughs> the oh and God. I just nod and I go and I just nod and I go back to eating. <laughs> Perfect. The chaos continues in the village circle. <laughs> <laughs> Reyna, how would you be spending kind of the initial section of the Kingfisher Festival? Everybody is in a group at first, and then they kind of spread off into their respective directions, getting distracted by various things. Uh, Reyna is just standing there, kind of forlorn, looking around, realizing I, I am alone now. I will then start wandering with no agenda through the crowd, looking at all of the stalls, 
putting a lot of the patrons off with the way she is staring at items, looking at them, then staring at the item, giving a firm nod, and then just continuing on to the next cart. And having you roll the perception and insight here, 14 for perception, 4 for insight, you know that there are, you know, as you make your way around, there is that kind of unsettled look that some of these stall uh, patrons have uh, as they look at you. And you note that they seem to recognize your armor um, and your insignia, and then they kind of get this odd look on their face, but you can't really put much more to it. But you do note, about halfway through your hands-behind-the-back perusal of the village circle here, that uh, Derrett Highwater has been behind you, copying your stride and your hand placement the entire time. Oh my goodness, well... (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And he notes where he has his hands and he, like, hurriedly puts them back out in front of him. You are at least quiet. I'll give you that. Less, less armor on. I, I move much more quietly now. Yes, decidedly so. Mm. How long have you been following me? Um, well, since all your friends went off in different directions and you decided to take a little wander, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been behind you the whole, whole time. Why, why did you not go off as well, then? Um, well, it's kind of embarrassing, but, um, you're a real knight of the Salomnic Order, and I, I've been, well, in training. And Becklin's great. She's wonderful. She's she's amazing. But she's also the only knight I've ever met. Uh, so I was kind of just hoping to absorb something from you, to take it in how you interact and how you move and what you do, and, and then copy it. Well... Battery, okay. Ha, good, right, yes. <clears throat> and he, like, sits up a little straighter and then puts his hands behind his back again as you had had them. Right, well, uh, notes to start. <clears throat> Taking up, like, a very, like, it seems as if Reyna has never been in the teaching position. Yeah. And this is very awkward for her. Um, you know what? Instead, I think we'll go find Ravenna. I think that she's much better at explaining this stuff than me. And then you should just grab and see and like shouting, just like pointing across and eating and shouting across the circle. You know what? She looks busy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing fantastic with the quietness and the quickness. Um, I think maybe you should stick to that. Uh, we don't know what the future will hold. We don't know if you'll get any. Sorry, I'm not very good at this. Oh, it's fine. I understand. Um, can you can you at least help me round up your friends, perhaps? Um, I, I want them to at least see the fishing contest, even if they're not going to participate in it. You know. Oh, you meant the people that I was traveling. I apologize. Right. Those are your friends, friends, right? Before. Oh. Uh, um, your fellow out of towners. I like that one. We'll go with carrot. Derrett, we're gonna do well. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. And they're gonna just, like, move quickly around the village circle here, kind of collecting everyone, and Derrett notes that uh, Razik here has a small fishing tackle and pole. Hey, you came prepared. Um, It's not mine, actually. It's uh, 
a young chap in the villagers lent it to me. Oh, that's Pulled fun. Pulled a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're holding drugs or something. It's not mine, I swear. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, they have ones to rent too, if you, if you, any of you want to participate. But come on, come on. I, I know I do. And he's going to go running off down the way towards the wharf uh, for the fish catch competition where it pits amateur fishers against the community's best anglers, all competing to catch the largest of fish. As you arrive there, it is, you know, well attended and well regulated. Uh, who wants to sign up? And who needs fishing poles and bait? Uh, well, Rizika is signing up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Rizika, I'll sign up as yeah. well, but I do okay. need a fishing pole. I feel like you're baiting me for a second. So, <laughs> baiting. <laughs> baiting with the yes, 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 baiting. So anybody that's watching this that normally watches me knows that I have uh, uh, maybe notoriously or infamously said, if you put fishing in your game, I will play it. Oh, good. <laughs> so I guess... Uh, we're playing. Uh, <laughs> we're playing, yes. We're playing, absolutely. Okay. For those of you that... Uh, have this I will here. also sign up, but yeah. I have questions. Okay. Yeah, as you're getting signed up here, you note that Mayor Raven is here as well. Uh, she's there and a dozen other locals. Um, what questions do you have? Do I have to have a pole and bait? The mayor looks at you. No, I suppose you don't really have to have one. And the goal is to catch this big fish, correct? Oh, catch the biggest fish you possibly can. But, yes, if someone was going to catch the biggest one, I suppose it would be, uh, Benebog? Excellent, I will partake then. But I need not a pole or tackle. All right. Well, you don't have to use one, but um, good luck to you. Yes. All right. Yum question. Yes. Uh, because bless only lasts like a minute. Would I be able to do so at an appropriate time for whoever is fishing? Uh, they, it is a touch spell, so you would just need to be within touch range for the. Oh no, bless is within thirty feet. Yeah, so you could just do it at a certain point in time. You say a small prayer, and you could do the thing. Sure, absolutely. Um, excellent. So as the contest starts here, uh, the mare, fishing pole resting on her shoulder, she takes her place as one of the competitors and beckons the other participants to line up with her along the docks. Time to find out who among us Kingfisher fi fish Kingfisher Fisher folk is the Fisher King. <laughs> She casts her line into the Vingard River, and the competitors receive her pun with good-spirited groans and laughter, then cast their lines as well. Uh, Ravenna, do you just dive into the water? Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Ravenna! <laughs> Woo! You just see everybody cast the their fish. lines, and you just see me go, whoo, just like dive in, like a perfect, like a perfect swan dive, like very great. It's out of, it looks so out of character for someone as big as her, but you just see this very beautiful swan dive into the water. Like okay. it's just, it does not suit her whatsoever. The delicate dive into the water also signals the beginning of the competition. 
if everyone would roll me survival checks that is participating here. Fishing is a survival thing. Good. Ravenna with an 11, Talonor with a 17, Razik with a 16. So Smartle with a nat one! He, with a wasp fish. He swings his hand and the rod just goes flying in. <laughs> so, it makes sense. So I do have a question yeah. about, about what I'm doing. I am obviously diving in to see if I can spot this very big fish. Yes. And I am assuming it is also dark in the water. Just my dark vision. God, you know, that's like, that's a, a way that, uh, so dark vision, yes, would function in grayscale there, but it, you'd also be contending with looking in just river water. Yeah, which is already kind of murky and stuff yeah. like that, but like, yeah, so I don't, I don't imagine I've got like a crystal clear view of everything. You definitely don't. Um, but I can still see a little bit better than like the average Do you want to roll me a perception check? Is that yes. what we're going for here? Okay. Yes. All right. Roll me a perception check. That's a three, oh, which about what? makes sense for being in a murky river <laughs> and being able to spot anything. Okay. That being said, uh, as I scroll back up here to see everyone's rules, um, the 11 Ravenna does mean that there you actually spot, because you can feel it, an eel-like shape swims past you. I need you to roll me an athletics check to catch it because you're swimming. Okay. Probably an eel when you think about it. 15, it is an eel. <laughs> you catch for this first portion of the competition, you catch a mature river eel, which is about one and a half feet long. Nicely done. Uh, I will uh, break through the water and yeah. I will toss it over. <laughs> Just, it goes, poof. Yep. Yeah, so he catches it. <laughs> and then I go back under. Go back under to see if you can catch another one. Sounds good. <laughs> Talonor, you get a good bite and a strong pull. Uh, you can roll me either survival or athletics, utilizing the rod here to try and catch this fish. Hmm. I'm assuming I can't attempt to insight it out the water you, so far. No, enough. unfortunately cannot. <laughs> Uh, that is a 10. You watch as you, everyone sees you on the dock trying to reel this one in, and then the line snaps. Unfortunately unsuccessful on the first attempt here. You might need a new line. <laughs> you go move off to get a new line. Uh, Razik, I need you to roll me a very similar thing. Survival or athletics in catching a go, fish. Joel. 13 on that one. A 13 is good enough for you to reel in a mature, curious carp. It's about three feet long. Nice. It is the largest catch of the initial section here. So far, at least. <laughs> three feet is pretty big. Three feet is very big. Uh, Smartle. Let's go. Unfortunately, in your casting of the line, yes, much like throwing a javelin, the pole ends up in the water. There's some laughter and, you know, some things like that. And then eventually the mayor will come by and hand you a new pole. She goes, all right, try to be a little bit more careful with this one, huh? <laughs> My brain wants to just throw, throw <laughs> this one. <laughs> throw another one. <laughs> the first- He's not going uh, to, but- Yeah, the first success here being from Razik, uh, as you, you know, land this fish and pull it up, you notice someone looking at you. 
There's a man, balding, with a big, bushy, mutton chops and blonde beard, wearing what looks to be rather foppish attire. Purples and ruffles and red brooches and things. Rather squat and rotund. He comes over to you. First time fishing, huh? As he gets closer to you, Razik, you can tell that he's been drinking heavily. <laughs> uh, I it is. Uh, beginner's luck, I think they call this. Fishing is so fucking boring. Well, I, could, I assume that's why you're not participating in it, then. Are you having fun? I, I would say so, yeah. It's nice to join in with the, the locals and a bit of friendly competition. These fucking stupid locals. <laughs> well, why don't you just fuck off? Yeah. Oh. How about you? You f- You fuck off. You fuck off. The second portion, uh, begins here, and I need everyone to roll me survival checks once again for the fish, or perception, from Ravenna, who is underwater. Uh, Razik, you're at disadvantage. <laughs> I rolled, uh, another one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's in the amazing. <laughs> the one in 400 oh, fisher strikes again. God. Can I also just say real quick, because I imagine, because Spartle's not a meat eater, every time he does get a fish, he's like, okay, go back. Like, go back. He would. If oh. he were to catch it, he'd immediately unhook it and throw it, and throw it back. So, <laughs> so you wanted me to roll either a perception or a survival, correct? Or survival. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And a natural 20 from Talonor, by the way. Jeez. I'll go down the list here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Svartal, a nat 1 once again. Ravenna with a 15, looking pretty good there. Talonor rolls a 21 on a natural 20. And Razik, being heckled by this drunk old man, has thrown off your fishing game. Unfortunately, with a 7. That being I hate it said, when Middle Earth Eggman, Doctor Eggman, does that to us, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, on a fifteen, uh, I do need an athletics check from Ravenna here to see if you can't grab the fish next to you. Oh yeah, you grab. This is a, another mature, curious carp, and you toss up a three-foot fish onto the boards there, so well done on that front. Uh, going, diving back into the water here. Uh, Svartal, we lose another pole! Either by accident or on purpose, lose. but it goes splashing into the water, and the mayor comes and looks at you and goes, I think perhaps you might be done for the day. Uh, I guess. Uh, I, I didn't do it on purpose, I promise. <sighs> the old man continues to Heckle, Razik. Oh, look at you. You fucking idiot. You can't even cast right. <laughs> that little child's fucking fishing pole there, huh? Hmm? Hmm? What are you, a child? Enjoying this no. stupid, boring ass pastime, huh? Do I really don't like this guy? Of two of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh, all right. Well, I'll. Yeah, what do you want to do about him? You don't like him? Okay. What do you want to do? No, I don't- I don't like him at all, Joel. Um... What I would like to do, um... Is... 
um, cast the cantrip light kind of in between us. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, this as I'm, like, pretending to turn and say something to him. This ball of light, you know, kind of appears between us. And I'll be like, wait, what is that? Uh, Have you seen that? Oh, okay, that? What did you do? That, <laughs> what is that? Whilst, he, whilst he's hopefully distracted, I want to stick one leg behind him and then try and push him into the <laughs> end of the river. Roll me what athletics a... with advantage. Okay. At uh, a 13. 13 with the advantage, uh, he stumbles and falls into the water. I rolled a five. Whoa! Man overboard, everyone! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here! Get me out of here! And while this is happening, Talonor, you feel a tug on your line. A strong tug. Reyna, you see Talonor lurch a little bit. Talonor, there is something huge under the water, and you can see it Good. swimming by at least eight feet in length. Your I line. think I called the man Rasig just pushed in. <laughs> <laughs> They're all splashing over to the side. Most of the people here are distracted by the old man being in the water here, splashing about, the mayor attempting to help there. But Reyna, you're the one that notes Talonor has this. Talonor, do you want to try and land this thing? Yeah, go on then. Okay, Reyna, what do you want to do? Uh, immediately seeing him kind of struggle, you'll watch as Reyna pulls out the small vial, looks to be water, and then like splashing it across her hand, she'll go ahead and whoever, the three people within vicinity, so mm -hmm. I'm assuming that would be Talonor, uh, Sparta walked away, so self and Rezik? There sure. we go, yeah. three. Uh, and then go ahead and just start muttering a prayer. Um, it actually is, sounds like an old folktale that talks about big fishes. <laughs> and how like people tell lies sometimes lie. about <laughs> that too. Talonor, this is a survival or athletics check to reel in <laughs> Benabog the line breaker. Sounds solid. All right. You are blessed currently. That's that is one. a natural one. <laughs> He's off. Maybe perhaps I'm not the one being real dead. <laughs> it does not seem to be the case. As yes, you are blessed, but it doesn't matter as the eight foot long Benabog just tugs you directly into the water. Another person going overboard here, splashing beneath. Do you remain on the line holding it, or do you let oh, go? God, I'd let go screaming as soon <laughs> do, as do I started I, falling in. Do I? I don't know if it's like. If it'd it's be even possible. relatively close, but it is a big, fast fish. But you would see this happen. Oh, okay. I would like to go after it. You want to try? Okay. I would as, like to try go after it because I see him in the water holding. That's fine. But then I see him like let go. This is where you find out if Talonor can swim or not. Uh, well, she sees that you. She sees that you let go, so she's like, "Oh, okay, no danger. It's fine. He's just gonna swim to the top, you know." Yeah. Like. I mean, you can certainly try. Swimming is difficult. I would difficult. like to attempt to. Uh, roll me athletics. Okay. 
of 11. You, sw you swim over there as quickly as you possibly can, but by the time you arrive, it's just Talonor and the rod floating in the water. I breach, I breach up out of the water. Why did you let go? Uh, I don't think I had much of a choice, to be honest. You had it! Well, I had it briefly, you know. Counts for something, maybe. It counts for nothing, you let go. Well, you know, rather that than be dragged away wherever that thing was going. You should have more faith in yourself. I dive back under. <laughs> okay. I feel like she doesn't really approve of me. <laughs> Never mind. I'll start swimming back to like anywhere that yeah, I can you sort swim of back, up the structure. You know, get some help up by Reyna um, and Derrett here. And they, it seems that they've also gotten the old man back up as well. It looks like the contest is somewhat winding down and no one but Reyna and it seems Ravenna even saw the size of the fish that was on the line, Talonor. Oh, good. Well, thank you for trying to help anyway, Reyna. I didn't really know you could do things like that. I'm, I'm sorry that I started praying. I didn't realize you'd get pulled off. I should have prepared for it. Just kind of goes with the spiral of apology real yeah. fast. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no, that's quite all right. That's quite all right. I didn't really think the thing would pull me so hard, to be honest. You almost had it. Almost. Oh, well, maybe I should go dry off somewhere. Yeah. And it seems that, that some people here, including, you know, the old man, are sent off to dry off. He's fucking off of me! And goes, you know, off into town, uh, to go, I guess, wherever he is going to go. I guess the Brass Crab would be the, the best place for him. Um, the rest of the contestants are, you know, kind of winding down here as it is approaching the afternoon time and the time of the mock battle. It seems the the winner here. Wait, hang on, Joel. Yeah, who who won? Yeah. Oh, sorry, were you better say. Yeah, the oh. winner here was actually the mayor. The mayor caught oh. two fish, totaling seven feet. Eruption. The next villager caught uh, his catch, totaled five feet, um, and then the you know the third here would both be Ravenna um, and Razik. So congratulations, congratulations! But you were tied for third, and therefore must split the reward. Uh, Swartle didn't place? What the heck? Yeah, Swartle unfortunately didn't <laughs> he place. He got DNF. I don't know, what, whatever the prize was, I'll know, because I will start literally digging my hands in the gills, and I will just, like, firmly, with unapologetically, start ripping the oh, scales God. off. God. Okay. In front of everyone, as I'm like, as, like, they're, like, you know, announcing the winners, and I'm just yeah. like... Just and then going just, through your fish? Arr! Yeah. I just eat it. All participants receive tiny wooden carvings of kingfishers. Um, the second place winner receives their choice of a blue knit cap or a fishing fly made from blue feathers. And the third place would take the other, but it's a tie. So, Razik, you end up with a blue knit cap. Nice. <laughs> does it have holes for my horns? It does it? not. It's knit. You're gonna have to it, make it's them. like a beanie. You yeah, know? it's like, like a beanie. Maybe you gotta, like a beanie. You gotta you maybe put, it all over it. put some holes like maybe, in there. Yeah. But perhaps well, I, I, when it gets I, cold. I would, I would seek out the the young boy and re return the rod and then yeah. give him the the carving and the and the beanie and say, well, it, it's really it's it's your prize. I, I won it with your rod. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> oh, thank you. How, did you enjoy it? Was fishing fun? 
I, I did. It was really, really good. Uh, if that's what you're wanting to do for a living, I, I envy you. I've got to be just as good a fisher as my dad. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> so the morning portion of the festivities is left behind us here. We're going to take a quick break before heading up to the mock battle of the Kingfisher Festival. We'll be right back. Yay! It's all so <laughs> idyllic and peaceful. The Dragon Queen has gone to war. The conquest of Ancelon has begun. Eastern portions of the continent have fallen. Kenderbor and Sylvanesti fight for their lives. Where are the heroes in our time of need? Who will stand and join the ranks of the Shard? Join the premier mercenary group known as the Shard of Discord. Build your character, select your class, and roll dice in a game designed by me, Runaway Robot. Scout, build, craft, and fight your way to victory during livestream game crises that directly affect the Diefall show Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Join now at patreon.com slash Shard of Discord Season 2 begins. Welcome back to Diefall Presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. We have been celebrating the Kingfisher Festival, the life of Ispin Greenshield, and kind of throwing either ourselves or objects into the water. It's been fun, honestly. But now it's time for the battle at High Hill. This is a mock battle held at a hill located about a 30-minute walk north of the village. The reenactment serves also as a, a drill for Vogler's militia and is followed by a feast at the Brass Crab. About an hour before the scheduled beginning, Mayor Raven rallies Vogler's militia into the village circle, then leads a haphazard parade from town to High Hill, followed by dozens of spectators in a wagon filled with drinks for the participants. Derrett, uh, Becklin, also accompany you towards the battle there. Uh, Becklin saying that she will likely stay with the mayor and other observers on an adjacent hill nearby. Derrett is very excited to be attending the actual battle with you all and hoping to learn as much as he possibly can. On the way up, Derrett, as he normally is, uh, you can't shut him up, so he talks the entire time as you go up the hills. So, um, the battle here uh, is going to be really, really tough, right? Because we've got professional mercenaries this time on the other side, and it's going to be a real test of, of everything that we, we can do, right? Um, so, Cudgel's Ironclad Regiment, they're going to be playing the part of the invading Hysterian forces. Um, and, and it's going to be a real test for us. The mayor had Cudgel come on in for this whole thing, specifically. Um, the mayor's actually been giving the village militia a lot of attention recently. It's, um, some people think that she hired Cudgel to visit Vogler and help with the event. And there's been rumors of war and things. I think she's, she may be a little nervous about... Well, the town. Uh, anyways, with trained mercenaries opposing us, it's um, whew, it's going to be a challenge. But I know with with you all on our side, we'll still be victorious, just like, just like the old battle, right? <laughs> just like the old one. Yeah. Pass through woods and fields. Vogler's parade of militia members and reenactment spectators finally reach High Hill. The grassy slope is spotted with trees and crumbled stone fencing. 
Near the base, several dozen soldiers in matching armor stand in an even formation. Contrast is rather striking between these mercenaries of the Ironclad Regiment and Vogler's militia, with their mismatched armor, crooked helms. There's nothing to dampen the spirits of those assembled for the Kingfisher Festival's climactic reenactment, however. The parade follows a trail to the top of the hill where Mayor Raven and Cudgel Ironsmile meet. There's a discussion happening there about final preparations and, well, the spectators break up and they settle down to watch the reenactment moving off to an adjacent hilltop. Whereas the participants begin to take up wooden weapons. The mayor kind of moves by here. Now remember, no real weapons. Just these here, the wooden ones. And those of you that are going to judge for the battle, come meet me. I'll give you your badge. So we'll know uh, who's refereeing for this. Make sure no one uses anything real and call for aid if anyone gets hurt. The mercenaries here will charge up the west side of the hill while the militia and our other friends here will charge down the hill. We'll clash midway in the battle and uh, eventually, you know, the mercenaries, the Asterian forces, will retreat from there. Give them a good trouncing, huh? Use your own armor if you need, but um, here's we have wooden spears and padded tips to prevent uh, any damage and things being done. Uh, yeah, oh, come, come. And, you know, she starts handing out what look to be these, like, little Kingfisher badges, obviously, for the Kingfisher Festival. Uh, and Talonor, do you go get yours? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so you get yourself a, a nice little Kingfisher pin uh, that you get to wear as the uh, the referee of this event. Lovely. I'll pop that on my lapel. Yeah. This is getting too meta. I feel like we're LARPing in an RP game. Yeah, it's great! <laughs> <laughs> After much laughter and jostling, the mayor, Cudgel, and the other spectators walk to the nearby vantage point to watch. As they do, the militia takes up its position on High Hill same hill Salomnic troops held centuries ago. They face the mercenaries of the Ironclad Regiment at the base of the hill, arrayed as the forces of Istar once were. Although the event is only a reenactment, a tingle of excitement fills the field. Somewhere on the line, a reenactor hoots and yells, Ascend those Istorian rats running! A moment later, a trumpet blast signals the start of the battle. Forrestar! yells the mercenary's leader, a tall half-ogre among several mounted soldiers. The mock Istarian troops assault the hill. Around you, the Vogler militia charges down to meet them. Do you charge with them? I do, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Along with oh, them, yeah. I jog alongside as a referee. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, Woo, good. go team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone roll me perception checks. Oh, they have real weapons, calling it now. <laughs> so six for me. 16. Three. 11, 11, 6, 3. Talonor mm. on a 16. Yeah, so it'll be Talonor on a 16, so it'll have a 10. A 10. Um... You do notice something. Sun glinting off of spear tips and a steel axe in the half-ogre's hand. As everyone goes charging down the hill, you realize, too late, 
that they are using real weapons. There's a scream. Blood splatters across the ground. Metal clashing on armor rings across the field. Silencing all of the laughter and melodramatic boasts. Any pretense of the reenactment shatters as men around you begin to die. High Hill is the site of a true battle once more. Within moments, all around you, armed mercenaries attack the unprepared villagers, fighting for their lives. And I need you all oh, fuck. to roll me some initiative. My god. I can't roll today. Roll the four. And I'm gonna get this. Mine's actually in mine. I fixed it. Okay. You'll probably have to add mine. Yep, hang on. Let me just get stuff set up. You're good. Oh no, not Darrett. Hey, Darrett's coming Darrett, with us. Darrett's Heck yeah. with you. Yeah, Darrett's with you. Oh, that's that's bad. That's um, bad. Yeah, Darrett's with you. I got the little buddy. Okay, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I'm not gonna eat those words. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you'll note here is the, the map here in front of you depicts the following. There is the the wall that runs the length of the hill. There is a large tree up at the top of said hill, the cart full of drinks kind of off onto the road to the side, and the flames that are depicted around here, I've kind of got some of the tokens uh, in, involved, is actually just the greater battle happening around you. So it is just, it is more of the militia and more of the ironclad regiment, and you find yourselves kind of like in uh, the middle of where this has opened up to. Um, as a note, the, the Vogler Militia is going to have these particular little uh, guard tokens for that, so just in, just in case you needed to know. And the other one is obviously labeled as the Ironclad Regiment. Uh, as you turn and you see that the fray is really beginning here, uh, around the edges of you here, you turn to maybe help some of those villagers. Derrick, screaming out in alarm, says, Wait, what's, what's happening? What the gods is happening? What the, the, the Stay close to me. You know, before you can even help anyone else, three mounted ironclad regiment mercenaries on war horses begin galloping up the hill in your direction. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll them onto the initiative and Wait, is that from behind us? That is where we begin. So the uh the initial charge. Uh, mm -hmm. kind of had you going downwards towards the edge here. Um, mm -hmm. but the fight has progressed to be on all sides. Whereas mm -hmm. even some cool. of the militia members behind you were attacked by a surrounding force. So, fortunately, I rolled pretty poorly when it comes to these, uh, these mercenaries here. Reyna! You have the initiative here. What would you like to do? So there's nobody within close proximity to us. Uh, of course, we are surrounded practically at all sides. Mm -hmm. um, cavalry is going to probably reach us the quickest. Uh, how far are they, would you say, exactly? Uh, they're about 70, I think. I saw someone just measure that. The closest is 60. I think at this point, given the distance, um, you're going to go ahead and see Reyna point their sword in the direction of the cavalry, and as a firebolt begins to form at the tip of their blade, and she's just going to shoot it off at the closest rider. Okay. And attempt to hit them. 
yeah, uh, they are mounted, but there is a bit of a hill in the way. They're going to have a little bit of extra uh, armor due to the cover uh, of the hill, but go ahead. That is an 18 to hit on a, on a regular attack here, and that will be just enough with the additional cover here. You find uh, this ironclad regiment mercenary for some damage. Uh, for two. Uh, you have movement and bonus action remaining here, Reyna, as a firebolt lances out from the tip of your blade. Derek goes, huh, you know magic too. Okay. Yes, it'll be very important in your training. Uh, I will do my best to teach you in this moment, and then and I will not use any of my movement sticking close to the group. Sure. Uh, bonus action. I do not believe I have one at this sure. time, so that is my turn. Okay. Ravenna. I will use my movement to 30. Let me see here. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 up against the wall. Okay. And I will throw a javelin at this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the horse or the rider? Uh, I'm going to try and pierce the horse. Okay, at the horse itself, uh, I do believe you're just outside of standard range, so it'll be a disadvantage. Okay, so let me put the disadvantage at it. Would I be in range if I hit the rider, though? No, just okay. I was just questioning who you were trying okay, to target. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a six. The javelin goes and just clanks off of the uh, the horse's armor there. That will be the end of my turn. I will hole up right, uh, like right behind the wall. Rockwall. Okay. Derrett looks about his, he just kind of throws the wooden spear he was holding to the ground. He's, I guess I'm glad that I decided to wear everything for training, right? And he'll draw his sword. We gotta, we have to go help. We, we have to, we have to go help. And he is going to run forward towards Ravenna and ready himself kind of like behind the wall here, grasping the, the great sword. Uh, Wait, I told you to- Svartal, what do you want to do? Svartal's up, all right. Um, well, he notices that, you know, those horses are coming, but the, the closer threat here, I think, is uh, these guys, right? Yeah. Um, so he's gonna run at the closest thing as fast as he possibly can. Okay. Um, did we, we have all our stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the intention here is that, like, yes, you're carrying your things because it is training for actual battle, but you would be utilizing non-real weapons during the actual fight. Gotcha, okay. So, uh, most of the militia members don't have real weapons because they're just using the spears provided. Right. Um, and uh, I have uh, the green shield on my back. Is, you, did we decide you, that I'm having that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going he's gonna to run forward and pull the shield out and uh, essentially be a, uh, a huge battering ram into the crowd of mercenaries. As far as if, wait, is this close enough? 30 feet? To yeah, the 30 feet to one? the closest. Yeah, I'll get to the closest one. Okay. You pull the shield from your back here and you feel it in your arm. It's sturdy. Feels good. You feel protected. Uh, 
Ispen Shield is a shield plus one. Go ahead and drop that bad boy into your sheet here. Uh, and yeah. You go charging forward towards the Ironclad Regiment mercenaries on the edge of the field here. What would you like to do, Svartal? Um, uh, I guess if I'm running into it, I want to hit him with the shield. Yeah, okay. Just roll me like an athletics check here. We'll do this as like a, a shoving action. That's an 18. That is indeed an 18. And I rolled a 15. And you'll go slamming into him. Uh, and you'll knock this one to the ground. Nice. Which one? The, the one directly the in front of you. One, the one I hit, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And you will knock him to the ground. Uh, he seems a little surprised at getting hit from behind. Okay. That is an action. You have bonus action remaining. No, I think I am good for now. Okay. The first of our ironclad regiment mounted riders. One's, one that has already been injured is going to go galloping up the hill here, leaping over the wall onto Ravenna's side, where he will then utilize the spear from his mounted position to attempt to stab down at you here. You note them here uh, that they are wearing chain shirts, wielding shields, and one-handed using spears to stab down from the height of the horses here. Uh, he's going to miss on a two here. Razik, what would you like to do? <clears throat> um, for now, I will... Um, <laughs> I guess look at Talonor um, and Reyna and just say, Are we... are we done? <laughs> Before I'll... I'll just run forward um, and get close to you and shoot a fireball at the... at the rider. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so 17 does 17 does hit! For nine, for points, of nine points of damage, the firebolt lances through the air, taking the regiment mercenary in the head and knocks him from the horse, collapsed down. That'll end my turn. Nice. Talonor, two people in your uh, group have just used firebolt. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, seeing Svartle charge into the fray. <laughs> completely the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, I'll just sort of mid-stream of consciousness swearing run up next to him. And can I yell at him as I approach him? Be like, Svartal, cl close your eyes! Svartal, close your eyes! Close your eyes, Svartal! Yeah. Svartal, do huh? you close your eyes? Svartal, close your eyes! Stop looking at me! I guess... Because we kind of had a, th a moment before, yeah. I would say yes. You trust yes. him enough okay. for this moment, yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. color spray a 15-foot cone, like, to the right of me. me. Oh, no. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, and, uh, including the militia members? Well, no, I'm aiming it, like, like down here. That's why I told Svalda, because there's, like, two guys at the back, I think, but mostly the, the mercenaries. Okay. Alright, we're, gonna, like, we're gonna do our best to target just the mercenaries. Yeah, like these three are basically who I'm trying to get in the cone. Sure. It's just the squares, obviously gotcha. I can't sit myself. Otherwise I would like run between these guys, basically. But, yeah, I mean, uh, over, yeah, so over here is, is just absolute chaos, so sure. We'll yeah. say that there's an opening I'm trying big to, like, enough for I'm you to, to color spray the area. and get like the group in front of him, yeah. basically. Okay. Okay, cool. 
Alright, uh, so I roll 6d10, I think? <laughs> uh, 30 HP is worth of them are blinded. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So, the color spray goes out from here. What does it look like when you cast it, Talon? Uh, it is just a blinding spray. You know, almost like a blacksmith hammering hot iron of colorful sparks just but engulf the people in front of me. Uh, yeah. All of them end up blind here. Uh, like, again, in the chaos of it, you know, it maybe hits one or two of the militia members, but mm -hmm. you get, like, six of these regiment members, and they're all now blinded. You can open your eyes now. And I'm kind of there like, oh, I hate doing that so much. <laughs> Have fun, Svartal. And I'm, like, like, sort of staggering back a little bit, like, oh. <laughs> back behind him. Oh, it gets me like, every time. The eyes are, like, watering a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So bright! I look like I've got a really bad hay fever. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I should I get it. a mask. Oh, God. All right, well, excellent. Have fun, Svartal. Nicely done. So Talon, take okay. a, a quick step back and we flash down to the other two ironclad mercenaries towards the southern edge here. Uh, they are both going to come galloping forward. Uh, let's see. Let's see how this... Uh, yeah, this one's going to have to kind of dash over to the side. This is where Derrett is going to get his attack in as well. Uh, this one here is going to kind of be straddling the wall, attempting to get over to Ravenna. He's going to have disadvantage on this particular attack. Uh, so he will try to strike down here at Ravenna after they've come up to the wall. And with disadvantage against Ravenna, that is a four and will miss. An attack against Derrett here is a 21 to hit for five. Derrett gets hit pretty solidly here for five points of damage, but he also did prepare his action and he's going to swing his sword. Go, Derek, go. Derek rolls an 11 and misses. All right, good job, Derek. Svartal, <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, first he'd look, he'd look back at, at Talonor and be like, are, are, you, are you leaving? What are you doing? Um, oh, I'm fine. Okay, and then uh, holding his shield, he would uh, pull out his um, one-handed spear. Yeah, and uh, try to stab the dude that fell or that is absolutely prone. with advantage. He is yeah, prone and blind. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude has Stood no idea what's coming. It's a nineteen. Nineteen absolutely hits, and for damage, an eight. Eight points of damage as you slam the spear into the mercenary member. He dies. He, he's dead. You stab him straight through. <laughs> he's like, uh, uh. and then the, the other ones around him are all blind. What's happening? What's going on? I can't see anything. So, Sardal, that is an action. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, I guess I would. I would step forward and get close to the other two that are closest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I would just get in because it looks like they they kind of are on like both edges of my peripherals. Yeah. Yeah, I would just do that and then uh, be standing there, um, hopefully menacingly. Okay. Uh, at the top here, battlefield events happen. The terrified warhorse that has uh, just been 
deridered, goes galloping off to the northern side here, and I need uh, Ravenna, Razik, and uh, at the end here, Reyna, to all roll me dexterity saving throws from being bowled over by a warhorse as it escapes oh, off crap. to the top side. What is it? A dexterity saving throw as it goes out into the fray on the northern side. 11, so it says that, 11. So I have danger sense, which yeah. allows me to have advantage on deck saving throws uh, against an effect that I would see. So yes. I see this. You do see this. You yes. have danger I have sense. The eyes. Yeah, go ahead and My roll. Eyes. <laughs> roll that with advantage. Excellent. Okay. It is a DC 14 deck save, and you rolled a 2 and a 14. So fortunately, that danger sense keeps you from being knocked prone, but immediately knocks Razik uh, and Reyna prone to the ground here as it escapes off to the north. Okay, Reyna, it is your turn at the top here. What would you like to do? Uh, well, using half my movement to get up. Yep. I will then go ahead and... That is just enough. I will go ahead and use the rest of my movement to get to this guy. Yes. here. Um, kind of putting myself in a position also since Ravenna is currently prone, also next to Garrett, who just got attacked. Mm -hmm. And also seeing that he has just gotten attacked, um, I'm going to go ahead and just let a flurry go towards this uh, mercenary, and I'm going to actually try and hit him. Yeah. With Am I prone? A divine smite. You are not. Uh, oh, sorry. Is. That was Rizik. Okay, that's mm -hmm. okay. Wrong, yeah, word, yeah, yeah. wrong word, wrong person. My apologies. Okay. <laughs> that's alright, that's alright. It's understood. I do not have my shield up, so I'm going straight two-handed sword currently. Okay, let's see if this sword hits on a 12 against the Ironclad Regiment mercenary on top. Unfortunately, he turns it away with his shield. I'm so sorry. Yes. I just realized I had a thing that I could actually enact once per turn. It's a part of my Squire of Solemnia, which allows me advantage on my attack. Okay. With a weapon attack. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go ahead and roll again. I did not realize that Is that was once a thing per until turn? I saw it. Yes, once per turn. What? I can read it in full length if you would like. Oh, I got, I'm looking, I'm looking. You can use it once per turn. When you make a weapon attack roll against a creature, you can use the attack roll to have advantage if the attack hits. You roll a d8 and add the number. What? What? That's just it's on my sheet. I don't know where it came from. You can use this benefit a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. My proficiency uh, bonus is... Wait, but the... But a use is expended only if the attack hits. <laughs> that's a... What? what? That's pretty good. It's two times. <laughs> that sounds like pretty typical paladin Whoa! stuff, man. No, I mean, this is... So this is a specific background called Squire I, of I know, Salomnia that from seems Dragon to fit with Jesus. a lot of paladin stuff. It's oh, like, so oh, yeah, I, I got a bunch of stuff of that's OP and it just doesn't go away that unless I use it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Time rolls back. A 21 hits. What do you want to do? Sorry, doing some Time Lord stuff. Apologies, Ravenna. <laughs> For eight? And you said you wanted to do a Divine Smite on top of that? Yes, Is if that I was correct? able to hit. Yeah, you are. Which would be an additional two. I'll just go ahead and roll that. Yeah. Like a seven. This is the first time you ever smote something in this campaign. What does it look like? 
Uh, so as soon as the mercenary comes up right in front of Derrick's face, out of the shadow you'll watch as Reyna just comes up swiping her blade two-handed towards the body of the mercenary. And as it contacts, you just see this moat of light just burst through the other side of his body as he falls off the horse. Yeah, he does. He kind of explodes here by the divine light that you give him. And he goes flying off to the side, down to the ground. Nice. Okay, great. Um, Darrett, I think dumbfoundedly looks at you. That was amazing. Can all knights do that? I'm not quite sure. And also, DM, going forward, I will do my best to remember that. You're good. All right, just tick it down for me on it. And then, uh, Ravenna, your turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to turn to the one that is, like, closest to me. And I would like to rage. Absolutely. Okay. Let's see here. There we go. And I would like to, uh, swing my glaive at, uh... At the horse. At the horse itself. Okay, sure. Yes. 24 absolutely hits. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I've just noticed the turn order. Sval has two turns. Uh, I removed one of the... Oh, he oh, does. Okay. What the fuck just happened here? Yeah, because <laughs> he took a turn after me, but he took a turn before me, I just realized. Svartal just, you know, just going to town. Uh, yeah. We'll leave him <laughs> at 16. On it's fine. Good call. All right. Oh, yeah. Whoopsies. I guess I should realize that. Uh, Ravenna, on a, you do 10 points of damage here with your rage from the glaive into the horse, and it does kind of stumble and falter here, but it does not go down. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I think that will be my turn because I don't think I get to attack again. Yeah, not yet. Uh, nope. Okay, that is action and bonus nope, action. Good. Sounds good. Yep. Dare it. Uh, we'll go leaping over the wall here to attempt to fight the Ironclad Regiment. And as he, like, strikes here, he falters a little bit. The sword swings across and he misses. And because he's looking kind of off in the distance down the hill where you see a very, very large combatant push their way through the battle here, laying about with a battle axe, the head of a band of these mercenaries. He cuts through the remaining members of Vogler's militia on this side and moves closer. He roars out to his compatriots here, TAKE THE HILL! And we'll begin to run forward. Uh, Svartle, we're keeping you at 16. What do you want to do? Let's see, he's over there. I do hear that. You do? And, um, I, I would say that, uh, because he's not there to go fight that, um, that's gonna cause him to get really mad and, uh, go into a rage. Okay. Svartle, as uh, a point here, you do also have danger sense. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Being in the edge fray here is just mm -hmm. risky on its own. Uh, so I need you to roll me a little, a little dex save to try and avoid the just random battle damage that can be received from here. 17. Nice. Okay, so it'll be the half. You basically get nicked by something here. Take three points of damage. Uh, in your rage, it will be halved again to one. Okay. 
So I take one. Yep. Got it. And then you can take your turn. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he gets mad that he's just not going to fight the big dude. Yeah. And um, he is... I mean, in this situation, yeah, he's going to... Um, hit the one on the edge. He's going to use his spear, same setup he had before. Mm -hmm. And hit the one on the, the edge, so the, the north southern um, dude. And he's going to roll his spear for 20. Okay. Nice. 20 absolutely hits. You do have an advantage on some of these blinded guys here if you want to roll that one more time to see if you can't crit. Sure. 13. 13. No. Yeah, 20 hits. Go ahead and roll right. uh, damage. And we'll stab him for 8. Yeah, he dies. Another one dead here. Nice. Um, yeah, he dies. Yeah, he dies. He gets stabbed through. I mean, they've been blinded by a color spray here, and just, you know, they don't know where it's coming from. And a raging barbarian giant shoves a spear through them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. right. um, I would say, uh, yeah, at this point, I mean, he doesn't care about any of these guys. It doesn't really matter what's going to happen. He's going to start running towards the, uh, the big, the big half, what is he, half ogre? Yeah, half ogre. So he's gonna go right next to Razik. Yeah, you go crunching your way back up that direction, leaving Talonor Greymoon by himself <laughs> over here at the edge of battle. Yeah, I'm he's sure mad. he wouldn't say anything. It will be fine. Yeah, we got this Talonor. Woo, Talonor! All How right. How far away can I run? <laughs> Razik, it is your turn. You got knocked over by a, uh, a horse. <clears throat> what would you like to do well, now? First bit of business would be to, to stand up, Joel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I'll use 10 feet of my movement to move over here. And then I like to cast um, Tasha's Caustic Brew. Um, so it's a five, I'll paste the, the text for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a five foot wide um, stream of acid. Um, so I would probably, I would hit the horse, but then I would hope to hit the um, two of the mercenaries and the half ogre as okay. well with it. As a uh, note, there is a reason there's a big black X on your screen. That is a tree trunk. Oh, yes. So you're going to need to pick a side of the the tree to be on here to, to be right, able will, to hit that. I will go on the... Oh, I still I still can't see it from that side, actually. It's still blocking my, my yeah. vision. Shit. Oh, Joel. I know. <laughs> Right, can I, all my fault. Can I, can I go here then next to the horse and do it like this? Because uh, I can see um, them like... I can't quite get the angle on it for myself, but like that. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. Okay, okay. so it's a, de a dexterity saving throw for for all of them. Yeah, for um, the, for the horse, the two mercenaries, and our, our big half-ogre. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, well, let me. I didn't even have the, the war horse up on this. Uh, Wait, Rizik, I was going to nope. hit the horse. <laughs> Too late. Deck save, deck save. Mercenary, double deck save. Uh, the war horse fails. Uh, the half ogre fails. The two mercenaries fail. As an eight, a 13, Ooh. nine, and a five. Perfect. That is a very effective blast. <laughs> Okay, the stream of nice. acid emanating you from a line. What does this look like when you cast it, Razik? I mean, I imagine it is a stream of some sort of green acid that's, that sprays from my hand. Yeah, what um, do you what do? You do? This is me 
prompting you because I know how your magic works. What do you do? What do we well, see when you cast I, this? I kind of imagine there's a, a blue crackle that might emanate from my backpack uh, down along my arm to my to my hand. Uh, ah, and then an explosion of acid outwards. Yeah. In a five foot wide line all the way down that direction. Um, yeah. So they are covered in acid for the spell's duration or until they use an action to scrape it off. Covered in acid takes it 2d4 at the start of each of its turns. That's pretty good. Like for, for, That's for, for really good. <laughs> I rolled very poorly. Okay. Uh, let me I go do ahead feel bad about the horse though. Mark. I am sorry. <laughs> go ahead and mark all of these things here. Uh, that mercenary's dead. Uh, I think immediately, roll me 2d4 for the first guy here, and he's gonna take right, the okay. action to, to scrape it, it off, cause like Cause this, it is at the start of their turn that yeah. the damage happens if you want to wait, or well, if this is this just... is his, yeah, this is their turn. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so there's the first one. For eight? Uh, <laughs> eight. Oh my god. Acid begins eating away and just, uh, 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 and, and then just the collapses onto the ground and starts trying to use the grass to rub it off of himself here. He's not dead, but he does spend his entire turn trying to get the acid off of him. Damn. Uh, it's the a hell ogre, of a smell. Yeah, it, oh god. The ogre <laughs> looks over and then looks up at you, Razik. Kill the spellcaster! And the other mercenary on the far side is going to go running up the hill. How do hears that is like... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> gonna go running up to the, the hill. now? <laughs> to the other side of you here, Razik, uh, and is going to utilize their spear to try and stab out at you. I have not hit a single person yet. Uh, that one will, though. That's a 17. Curses. For six piercing damage. Talonor, your big meaty shield left. What do you want to do? I too will be leaving and heading back to join the group. Yes. I'm going to head back down. I think it was there. Uh, yes. Okay. Hmm. So those two, uh, I suppose, can I see the two that were sprayed with the acid? Next to the ogre, I suppose I uh, could. You could probably me? see the ogre pretty well, but there is a war yeah. horse and then yeah, the yeah, ogre and a hill in the way. There's a pretty yeah, good yeah. elevation okay, here. I'll, uh, I'll target the hill, the, the, not the hill, that would be stupid. I'll target <laughs> the ogre uh, and I'm going to fire sure. a chaos bolt at it. Okay, he does have uh, partial cover here. Just keep that in mind. Okay, uh, that's fine. I'll fire at him anyway. Yeah, it's just due to the elevation in the that's wall. 24 to 24 hit. will hit! Absolutely! Um, that is for nine points of damage, and it is... We'll make it force damage, why not? Absolutely. Uh, this is the first time you've ever cast this. What does it look like? Yeah, it's just like a... With it being force damage, it's just a gray and silver sort of swirling bolt emanates out from Talonor's hand and slams into the ogre. I love it. It's awesome. Goes, oh, uh, two! Ah, kill them both, then! I'm like, who's the other one? <laughs> I'm so confused right now, but fear is overtaking it, so... Uh, yeah, and I will end my turn there. Okay. Uh, the next mercenary is the one currently in combat with Derrick and is going to stab down with his spear here. Uh, that is going to be a 21 to hit. Hits for six more points of damage on Derrick. Uh, Derrick! He's a, he's a fighter! But wow, 
He's looking a little beat up. Uh, yeah. The half-ogre is also going to stomp his way up. Get out of the way! Is going to slam down his battle axe two-handed onto Darrett. Oh, no. Joel, I'm just going to roll the 2d4 for you as well for yes. the acid on the ogre. Maybe I'll kill him. Seven. Uh, he rolls a 22 and deals 16 points of slashing damage to Darrett, and Darrett just drops. The axe Boom. biting deep into his breastplate. He drops to the ground, unconscious. Or dead. He does take these seven points of damage from the, the brew here, but continues to push forward. Okay. That one is dead. Gregonis, after he downs Dare here, whips around. Get this shit off me! The other mercenary is going to rush forward and begin to use their action to clean Gregonis of the acid, relieving him of that condition. Reyna. Darrett just dropped. What do you want to do? Oh, actually, before that happens, we have combat stuff going on. Uh, there's another warhorse who I need to roll a save for. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, that's not great. Uh, it goes galloping straight forward here towards the line. Dexterity saving throw from Razik uh, and Reyna. It's a 10. Galloping through here. Razik ends up prone. Reyna will just avoid that there. Nice. Okay, Reyna, now you may go. Have the option of... Actually, we'll decide once I get a better idea of how is actually doing so using some of my movement you'll watch as Reyna kind of just pops over the wall immediately going to check on Derrett and see is like he gone <laughs> he's dead and you will be too oh, you would need shit, to use your action, action to make a medicine check in front of Gregonis to check if Derrett's alive What do you want to do? Instead, I'm going to go ahead. Damn it, kid. I told you to stay next to me. And I'm going to slam my hands into his chest and lay on hands and shove my entire pool into his body. Yay. Okay. What does it look like? What does it look like? So you'll see that behind the wall, it, this glowing light will just get brighter and brighter after you hear Reyna scream. And then all of a sudden it just dissipate. Little glistens, sparkles will fall over Derrett's body in hopes that he begins breathing again. Watch as the axe wound in underneath his breastplate begins to knit itself together. I'm alive. I'm alive. And Goddess. with your permission, at yeah. the last second, I will go ahead and pull the shield off of my back and get mm -hmm. ready for whatever the fuck is about to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Derrett is prone on the ground here. Uh, you are prepared in front uh, where Gregonis is, and yeah, he looks at What was that? Hey! Hey! What kind of magic is that? The kind that's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> 
Roll me 2d4 for the Caustic Brew against the next mercenary. As he's gonna go running up the hill as well here. Razik. 2d4. 2d4. Okay. That's five. Five points of damage against this guy here. He's gonna begin running up the hill as well, but utilizes his action to get the acid off of himself. He's gonna go around this direction. Ravenna. You hear the pounding footsteps of your brother behind you. Magic lancing through the air here, and a mysterious glow from Reyna's hands has brought Darrett back to life. What do you want to do? Yeah, uh, I would like to reckless attack <laughs> the guy on my, the guy in front of me on the horse. Yeah, absolutely. With advantage, please swing against the Ironclad Regiment mercenary. I'm gonna get a, yeah, I'm gonna use my glaive. Okay. 24 absolutely hits. For nine more points of damage here. This is the first that this guy has seen. You slam the glaive. Is that a critical hit? Home. Uh, crit would be on a 20. You are on a 19. Okay. Yeah, it'll show up nice, bright, and green when that That's does happen. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It is a very good hit, and you re you injure him greatly, like right right away, um, slamming through his chainmail here. He coughs and blood <clears throat> comes up out of his mouth. Uh, what else would you like to do? Uh, so while I, I would like to impale him with my glaive, uh, while I have him impaled, I'd like to, like, hold him and, like, use my movement to kind of shuffle over. But I don't know if that would give him an attack of opportunity on me. You're not moving out of the the way here. Uh, so if you move... I would just move right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that doesn't give him any additional things here, but you've kind of got it stuck, and he's trying to pin it to his side and basically counter-stab with his spear, right? Like, that's his whole jam there. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Darrett. I'm a knife. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Get back behind the wall if you can. He is going to clamber up the wall and like roll over to the other side behind Ravenna, taking the disengage action in doing so. He's going to crawl back here until he can safely get away and stand. And he sees Fartle. He's Tagarin. He's going to start running back towards Talonor. Fartle, tag, you're in. What do you want to do? <laughs> uh, he's got a beeline. He's got a beeline straight for uh, for big guy here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's running. He's gonna. He's gonna very. Uh, he's gonna switch from the spear and shield. He's gonna put those away as he's running and pull out his uh, his great axe. Okay. Run straight for this uh, half ogre here. Yeah. And uh, swing the mighty great axe with. Reckless attack. Yes! Ravenna, your brother comes charging up the hill. Great axe in hand. That is a natural 20 at a 25. Leaps the wall hey. and slams the great axe home on Gorgonus here. Go ahead and roll me great axe damage. Okay. Bonus could have been a little higher, but that's fine. We got <laughs> nine total points of damage here. Gorgonus here is bloodied, but not down. 
Uh, yeah, mm. so Zoro goes sleeping over the wall here, slams the axe deep into Gorgonus's chest, he rips it out, tosses you back uh, towards the wall here. Blood just pouring out of his body. He's not down, but he's very much injured. Uh, Razik, it seems that your compatriots have bought you at least a little bit of time to stand up. What would you like to do? <clears throat> stand up. Perfect. To start with. <laughs> uh, but then there is a mercenary next to me. There and, is! Uh, I'm not very good at melee, but I, I will draw my dagger and attempt to jab him with it. Absolutely! Um, so that is an eight. eight! He slams it to the side with his shield. <laughs> oh, that was puny. You're just a, a big bully, aren't you? That's all I've got. Hello, get him. <laughs> you tell him! Get him! <laughs> get him, Razik! Get him! Uh, that, that is my turn. That's no, it, nothing, okay! Nothing. <laughs> oh my god, alright. Uh, so, from here... Let's see, we've got some of these mercenaries. The ones that were... Uh, hit with the Caustic Brew are now a bit more prepared here. Uh, and are going to move up. Um, let's see, can he get to here? He can! So this one... Yeah, this one right is going to be off on your side, uh, under the tree here next to you, and he's going to lash out with his spear uh, as well. That is a 15 to hit, which will miss. Turn to the side by your shield here. The second one is the one laughing at Razik. He's going to stab nice. out here with his spear as well, and that will miss as you are nimble enough to dodge to the side out of the way of the spear. Talador! The big man's back in yes. front of you. That's great. What would you like to do? He certainly is. Uh, I'm going to take a few steps forward just so I can get a bit of a clearer view. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use my Moonfire because I can see the, the mercenary next to the, the big half-ogre as well, can. right? Yeah. Lovely. I'm going to use Moonfire then and call down two beams of lunar light uh -huh. onto the mercenary and the half-ogre which will be Sacred Flames and require a dexterity saving throw from both of them. Yeah, uh, so you call down two That's the beams That's the other guy. Uh, of fire here, and they need to roll dexterity saving throws. Let's see, dex one. Over 14. dex two. Uh, the mercenary is able to dodge out of the way, but our half-ogre enemy is unable to. It's and he takes burn. seven radiant damage. He takes seven radiant damage. Jesus. Uh. Okay. What does this look like when you cast the spell? Like this beam. So yeah, essentially, of light. classic moonfire. Sort of a column of silvery light erupts around them, and if they don't get out of the way, they're getting a bit burned. And he does get a bit burned in that the column of this moon flame lances through his body from head to toe straight through him he roars out in pain and falls over oh you sort of all hear Talon behind you just sort of chuckle to someone goes i guess i can still do that that's handy <laughs> Derek well, looks up at turn. you what in the god's name what's that oh yes uh, hello, Luna Sorcerer of, uh, House Greymoon here. Pleasure to meet you. And I'll just, like, instinctively reach out a hand to shake his. Huh. He looks moonstruck. Ha! Huh. Shakes your hand <laughs> limply. 
as our camera then swings back to the remaining ironclad regiments. Uh, the one on the back here is, again, kind of got pinned uh, with Ravenna's weapon, is going to try and counter-stab over the top with their spear. That is a seven. I am not doing well in the hitting department today. Gregonis is dead. His battle axe lying on the ground here. The other mercenary, however, uh, I think he's gonna take a look around. He's gonna roll a little wisdom check. That is a nat 20. He wheels around, because you're at the top of this hill here, and he looks about the battlefield. Oh, fuck. Fuck. And he will lunge forward with the spear. This kind of gives us a pause to look about with him here, and you see that it looks like those that are part of the Ironclad Regiment and not in this particular engagement have been rounded up by Cudgel uh, and our Knight of Salamnia, and they have begun charging through the traitors to make it to the hill. The battle is turning, fortunately, with Gorgonus down, and now the spectators no longer spectating. However, they will stab forward here uh, against Reyna. There's a 15. Again, too well armored to be hit. Reyna, what would you like to do? Uh, considering that uh, he wants to trade blades, I'll go ahead and give him what he wants. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and just jab out with my longsword one-handed. Um... In reading this thing for the Knights of, or the Squire of Salamnia, it doesn't say that I have to dictate exactly when I do this, so it seems like I can do it after my initial attack, if that makes sense, before getting advantage. Yeah, this seems so the hits or not. It says when you make an attack, when you, you can cause it to have advantage. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you, you roll the attack roll, you have to just say, I'm doing this with advantage. Doing this with advantage. Perfect. 22 absolutely hits. Uh, who is this against? The one on your kind of north or the one... Apologies, south. the one directly in front, I shall... Nice, okay. Yeah, the, the one that just attacked you here, 22 will definitely hit. Plus... Nine? Yeah, plus the D8 for Ow. 10. You slam the sword directly forward at him. He coughs, his blood begins pouring from his mouth. He does not die, however, but he does stumble and is bleeding profusely. Uh, fantastic. That will end my turn. Okay. This guy has been trying to get around the wall to flank the entire time. And he's gonna get there on this turn all the way up to Talonor. will leap and lunge forward here, abandoning his shield to the side. Two hands on the spear. He leaps over Talonor. <laughs> ducking underneath the spear strike. That is a six. It will land skidding <laughs> to a stop on the other side. Brandishing sort of like his maximum weapon. adrenaline duck out the way. And as I'm doing so, I'm like, I could have just cast shield. Oh, never mind. You missed. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenna, what would you like to do? Uh, so the one that I've got stabbed, mm -hmm. I would like to uh, grab his leg mm -hmm. and I would like to yank him off of his horse yeah so this is going to be a grapple check it'll be uh, contested athletics so you're okay. going to roll me athletics you are raging this gives you advantage 
Okay. So you're gonna roll your advantage athletics. I have a DC 14 on this. I rolled a nine. You do get to drag him away. My rolls and have been like, atrocious. As I like grab his leg after he tries to stab me, I go, where do you think you're going? And I'm going to yank him off of his horse. <laughs> Falls to the ground here in front of you. <laughs> nice, okay. You've got him and on the I'd ground. Like, and then I would like to step on him. You can kind of like <laughs> grind him into the ground here, but it is your action to make yeah, the grapple. Yeah, I just kind of want to like. Yeah, get it, get really get it in there. Just not like actually like you know like do damage to him, but yeah, I yeah. Want to uh, grind him in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Derek, back on this side where the mercenaries just missed you. Goes, ah, Talon, get get behind me. Ah, and will lunge forward with his sword here. I'm sure, being really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a twelve. I roll so poorly today. That is a 12. He will miss. Um, yeah. Damn. Svartle, what would you like to do? The big man's dead, uh, and it died from a column of moonlight. Yeah, so that's actually going to dictate exactly what he does next. So he sees this. He sees this strike from whatever. Uh, he doesn't really know why, but he's he, he looks back at Talonor kind of angrily, a little bit like a, like a snarl, like... Did you just really kill this guy while I was about to, you know, I was going to do it? I was doing it. I just, like, uh, hold my hands up in the classic, like, wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also when he sees um, that the the dude actually coming for for our our baby fighter (laughs) and uh, what seems to be a guy that doesn't want to, you know, fight up close. So he goes running at that guy. Okay. So you're going to hop the... Wall here and go assist Talonor and Derek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, he's still got his great axe set, so he's just gonna he's gonna normal swing his great axe. Okay. Absolutely. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, because he abandoned his shield, this will hit. Cool. All right. And uh, I'm still raging. Yeah. You are. All right, so rage damage. Here we go. 14. 14 total points of damage as you hack through this mercenary. He drops immediately, cleaved by the great axe. And then he looks over at Talonor and is like, let me kill them. More than happy to. Won't happen again, boss. Totally fine. <laughs> as long as you kill the ones near me, we've got a deal. <laughs> Absolutely. Smartle, good assistance there. Razik, you are still in hand-to-hand combat with this guy <clears throat> over here. I know. Um, I'm, ju- I'm just going to try and stab him again. I'm not going to try and run away or, or anything like that. Nothing so fancy. Here I go. No, it's a 13. 13. He bashes it to the side again. He's, oh, come on, come on. You missed as well. Yeah, but not this time. Not this time. Okay, anything else, Rizzi? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so two attacks here. One ends up against uh, Reyna, and the other one against Razik from the two respective mercenaries in the room here. The one against Reyna is an eight and is turned to the side. The one against Razik is a 22, which will find oh, the mark on. for six. He goes, <laughs> told you, told you I wouldn't miss again. We're going to take at least one of you bastards with us, huh? Talonor, oh, what would you like to do? Yes. Uh, can I see the two mercenaries 
fighting Rainer at the moment. I should be able yes. to see them clearly, right? Yeah, so you yes. can see in them. Case, they're up on the hill. There's a bit of a wall and Reyna in the way, but you can see them there. We don't mind walls here. Uh, okay, in that case, I'm going to moonfire both of them with Sacred Flames. I'll just go north to south. Nice. Okay. Uh, four and a one. Nice. Four and yeah, a one. DC 14 dexterity saves. Two dex saves. The first one will hit. I rolled a six. The second one will miss. Uh, the first one the here. one takes four. Takes four. And as the moon, uh, moonfire hits once again, this column of flame, they drop once again. I was I looking at Swaddle. Now, Swaddle, you weren't anywhere near that one, okay? You wouldn't have even noticed if I hadn't pointed it out, I now realize. So, huh? back off, okay? Don't be mad about what? that one. Exactly. Uh -huh. Okay. Meanwhile, Reyna thinks that Palandine is just sending down beams of light to destroy <laughs> their enemies. Like, now, it is I! <laughs> you are God! I'm now Warlock and Talonor is my patron. The awesome. best class patron. <laughs> uh, Talonor, is there anything else that you would like to do? No? Good. All right. Uh, more oh, of yeah, the... No, sorry, I'm good. The mercenaries here, the one that is currently grasped by... Uh, Ravenna is just going to try and escape your grapple, so it's another contested athletics check, please. I rolled an 11. So I need you to roll higher than an 11. You have advantage, once again. Oof. That's a 12! <laughs> you hold that on to a, him still, and he's just kind of like dangling. He's got one he's foot in the stirrup and one off the ground. Yeah. I have a, I have his leg, or like, because I'm grabbing onto it, and I kind of like do this with it while I kind of like twist it a little bit and I go like uh 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 horsey get her horsey yeah <laughs> the horse is still Revenge here is just putting them in the ankle lock over here yeah right <laughs> the horse will like rear up here and it kind of it pulls you forward a little bit because he's still stuck to it it'll kind of tr crash down but gets stuck on the wall I rolled is the, is horse... the man doing the splits right now? Yes. And the horse <laughs> falls prone on the wall. So that's, yeah, that's good. For the, horse. the other uh, regiment member is going to attempt to stab Reyna. I'm sure this will go well. That's an 11. I, uh, can you guys just, we can be done now. Uh, Reyna, can you finish this off? I can't roll above 15, it seems, unless it's against Razzik. Well, th this is, this is only the beginning of the campaign. This is, this is bad for us, I think. I think if the, uh, if the, the stars don't line up and this becomes worse, we're in trouble. It's not a great sign, but, uh, here we go. <laughs> Reyna, what would you like to do? I'm gonna try and finish him off. Yeah. Um, attempt to. 21 absolutely hits. Yeah. Uh, he dies. He was already very close to dead. The sword goes slashing across, a spray of blood against the grass, and he falls. Okay. You have movement and bonus action remaining. Ravenna seems to have literally this well in hand to your south. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to shout over my it. shoulder, Rezik, <laughs> do you... How are you doing? Uh, not good. Uh, I do need some help here. He says, turning, a spear ripping out of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here, I'll make you a deal as I step up next to him. You got this. You stab him. If anything happens, I'll block. All right? I'm literally <laughs> just, just going to stab just him with him. my shield. Gonna... No, wait, please. 
<laughs> oh god. All right, Ravenna, what would you like to do? After I twist, after he tries to escape, and he says, "Get him, horsey!" I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna go. Which leg do you think's gonna break first? The one I'm holding or the one that you've got stuck in your horse? Ah, let go! Let go! And I like raise my hand and I like, I'm like full on grasping his leg. And I see the horse and I slap it on the ass and I go, yeah! And I like, I'm holding <laughs> oh, it like, I'm full on like holding it. Roll me an athletics check. The, the war okay. horse will scramble to its feet to attempt to run southwards. All right, let's try this. Hold on tight. <laughs> that is this a guy's gonna get torn in half. Twenty. Oh, no. The horse. Did just actually drawn Lunges forward, and there is a sickening crack. And you note that the leg lies limp in the stirrup now, and is torn. The horse gallops away. Uh, he's, yeah, he, he's dead. He dies. <laughs> I hope I so. <laughs> I, like, raise up and I go, <laughs> just go, <laughs> as I'm holding up the guy's, like, leg still, and I go, <laughs> Everybody can hear it. Yeah. Darren, I think, leans over to Talador's, what in God's name just happened there? I have no idea, but if it's taking the attention off of me, then I quite welcome it. To be honest, uh, you get used. You get used to it. Kara pans back over to Ravenna. I spray of blood into the air. Huh. Uh, right. Uh, well, Rasik still needs assistance. I turn around and I go and I point over to him and go, "You!" <laughs> over to the one with, and I'm holding the other thing and I'm gonna use my movement. I'm gonna go five, ten. <laughs> 15, 20, 25, and I'm gonna be dragging his friend's body <laughs> with me. And I'm just stomping here. Okay. And I'm just like, you're next. <laughs> Derek looks over Tyler's like, well, I was going to go help, but I think perhaps I'll stay here and wait for reinforcements. Can I roll intimidation or is that an action? Sure, do it. Okay. There's one dude left on the f That's a natural 20. We'll take these. That's fine. You can't roll two nat 20s in a row and have us ignore it. Uh, yeah. He's going to run away. I, I don't... <laughs> He's going to attempt to run away. This will give attacks of opportunity to everyone that's next to him. Oh, He's going to attempt to run. Zeke. I mean, uh, he's your guy. I, I will try and stab him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so That's 22 a for me. Yeah, let's a go. So a fleeing I, combatant, yeah. Am I allowed to... I'm just going to throw whack my him with the leg. What? Whack I him with the leg. Him. I kind of want to whack him with the leg. Can I whack him with the leg? Yeah, just... It's an, an <laughs> improvised weapon. Roll me an athletics check. Just a dismembered leg whacking this dude in the yeah. back like, of the head. Well, well, like, we're acting like this isn't going to have future well, consequences, but that's I have fine. His body. So do I like whack him with the body or do I like, because I kind of want to like, because I have my glaive in my other hand. I kind of want to just like. You can just legs. stab him. Oh, I just, yeah, I just want to stab him. Just can I just stab, stab him with my glaive? Yeah. Okay. All right. 11. Unfortunately, is not going to be enough here, but the dagger does stab deep. Um, 
he does begin to run away here. He can't get very far just yet. With permission on my opportunity attack, can I do one that is uh, non-lethal? You want to try and knock him out? Sure, yeah. Um, yes. I kind of just had read it that as you were not close enough for that yet, but if you wanted to be within melee, absolutely. Oh, my apologies. I thought I was just standing next to Rezik waiting to use my reaction, like within yeah, five feet. Uh, go ahead and, and roll. Uh, what am I doing for this non-lethal? I mean, you just, you'll just roll like Logsword, we'll call it pommel damage if it hits. You got a shield, right? Or a shield. Oh yeah, I could poop shield, but I don't think it hits uh, with a 10. A 10. He scrambles away from here. Svartal, the prey <laughs> is running. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is that distance? Close okay. enough. <laughs> oh no, not not exactly enough. Oh no. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we just have to go uh, and uh, and run to, oh. run him down. Uh, yeah, I have to. Okay, I I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an intelligence check to figure this out. Okay, remember just you imagine. are raging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beta and but I the, miss it. We just hear do 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 do. Fine. running. A twelve. I think as much as he's kind of dumb, I think he would have noticed that uh, that Reyna tried to knock him out and not kill him. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna grab him. Okay, you can attempt to to grapple. It'll be an athletics check. You have him, the yeah. advantage here as Fartle goes sprinting across the way to leap atop the remaining combatant. The one time I roll a 20, he rolls a 23, <laughs> and you tackle oh, I got him a big bonus. to the ground here. Yeah, absolutely. He goes prone onto the ground. You have him grappled here, grasped, and will have the assistance of your friends here in, in just a moment. That'll be the last of the, the combatants in the area, uh, as things seem to be getting, well, not necessarily winding down, but the assistance from what looks to be Cudgel and other of these mercenaries kind of picking through what the aftermath of this is. You see the arrival of their horrified commander Cudgel Iron Smile, along with Mayor Raven, Becklin, and several of the larger spectators moving through here to break things up, knock those unconscious if necessary, or kill if needed. They arrive at the hill here. Becklin running up at the front. Is everyone all right? Is everyone okay? Uh, amongst us, yes. I'd be more worried about your village folk, to be honest. Ah, uh, no, right, you're right. Uh, Mayor, Mayor, please. Uh, and they start, like, moving around, trying to see if anyone is... savable. What do you all want to do? As, like, kind of the, the carnage of this settles down, you've got this regiment mercenary tied up for present time. He's not going anywhere. What do you uh, want to do? Seeing that they have tackled and taken someone hostage, I will start stomping back over to the big boss guy that was that seemed to be their leader mm -hmm. with body in tow. Uh, and or <laughs> Still not putting body. the body down. I'm not putting the body down. I'm dragging <laughs> it. Uh, I've got a death grip on it right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to look at him and I'm going to start like seeing if I can loot or see if there's like any like letters or if there's any like, you know, like emblems or kind of like symbols or whatnot, seeing if I can find anything in his honest person. Yeah. Um, it looks like they 
came prepared for this. He had his axe and pretty much nothing else. So either his belongings are left back at the mercenary camp before they had come out here, uh, but he's not carrying any belongings. And as you like, kind of okay. note for each of the regimented mercenary members that they have their armor, their shields, their mounts if they had them, their spears, but are not carrying anything of like personal note. Uh, again, okay. all of you would have noted like the mercenary camp was outside of town uh, where Cudgel had like brought them there and they were just camped a bit of a ways outside of town. So more than likely anything personal would be there. So they were set up like a day raid. Even if this was supposed to be a uh, reenactment. Interesting. This uh, was set up from the start. I think, yeah, Cudgel is there, like, now. Next. I, it seems to be the case. Hey, Scrawny. Good to see you alive, at least. Who invited them? Who invited them? We were invited by the mayor. And the mayor will kind of walk for you. Yes. I brought them here. Um, we need to attend to the wounded as best as possible. And we can... Meet again. Let's, um, the brass crab. We were supposed to have our feast afterwards there, but we can. Well, we'll turn guards it into a bit should, of a war room. Guards that remain should be standing outposts. Right. Just in case. Yes. And Kudja will nod and she'll begin shouting orders to the remaining mercenary members around here. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened here. I don't know. She notes that Svartal is, like, holding one of them, and she points over them. You, you're going to answer for this. We're going to get right to the bottom and see what happened. She's going to, Where like, is their camp? Hmm? Where is their camp? She'll look up and she's, Our camp is outside of town a bit of a ways. We need to walk to go find it. We'll, we'll get there. Right now, wounded, prisoners, and let's get back to the crab. Don't oh, worry, right. we do still have some loyal members. I want to insight cudgel at this Absolutely. point in time. Absolutely. Yes, I would also like to insight. Possibly. Yeah, Oh, go goodness, now go be good. Anyone that's, like, here and interacting with them is allowed to. What? <laughs> 13 for Reyna, 14 for Ravenna, Razik with an 18. Okay. Uh, base level insight here is going to be for Reyna and Ravenna. Uh, she's covered in, in blood. Uh, and she truly does seem just distraught and angry. She seems very angry. Um, there's not much more that you pick up from that there. Uh, Razik, you note that she is doing her very best to not have a breakdown. Um, the militia, those that are still around, the uh, non-combatants, the spectators, will move about attempting to assist any of the fallen as they can, enemy and ally alike, um, to either for capture or questioning or just to save someone if they can. Uh, if you would like to assist with that, you can roll me medicine checks. It will take some time in the aftermath here to go do. There's other things that you would like to do. We'll get to that just after. I want to take his axe. Sure. Uh, Gorgonus' axe is a great axe uh, for your hands. 
Okay. Uh, on a on a twelve. Yeah. Okay. You move about Reyna, the battlefield. Oh, before I do that, I oh, grab okay. Darren. I'm like, you're coming with, and I'm making him. Okay. Go through all of this. Like this yeah. is a part of uh, being a knight. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Of course. Of course. Um. And he looks back over his, his shoulder to Becklin. Um, who's still just in, like, her shirt and breeches. She didn't wear armor for this, but you note that her sword is out and slick with blood. And she nods at him. And he, all right, yes, all right. And you'll move about. You know, the sounds of the dying and paint as you begin to help triage those that can be transported back to town, those that can be helped here. You help a couple, a few of the militia members from here tying off some wounds, tourniquets, bandaging as you can, ripping off pieces of clothing to do so. They are thankful, and they will need assistance to return back to home, but you do... you save three. It's a pretty good number, considering one of them, an older man, thank you, thank you, and he'll... Like, reach into a pocket, and he presses something into your palm, Reyna. You, you look down at it. It's it's like a simple silver... I don't even want to call it a medallion, but like a pressed coin would be. And it's just got the symbol of Vogler on it. It's a little kingfisher. I just... It was my lucky coin. Not so lucky today, I think. But maybe lucky enough since I'm the one that got to live. Keep the memories living on. As he turns and walks away, I will take that coin. I will look Derrick directly in the eye, pressing it firmly. I would have lost you. Right, yes. <laughs> um, that thank you for saving you. me. I didn't even know that I could. What did you do? I... I think I died. Um... What did you do? He like again. He reaches in the, like the crease of the breastplate. There's no wound there. I asked my God. He's the God that I choose to follow now. Ilio. That they blessed me. Ilio. Your God. Yes, Palandine. No, 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 no. They've been... They've been gone for hundreds of years. What do you mean, your god? Soon, you will learn they back. Huh. It's my job to spread that first. Please remember, remember that you are one of them. I... Yeah, I, um... I survived due to a miracle. All right. That's that's good. That's good. Um I'm go I'm going to help uh and, and help Elklin and, and see if I can't get some of these carts and horses together and get some of these injured back to the town. Um Yeah, thank you again. And he'll like touch your shoulder gently here. Thank you. And he'll go, you know, off to attempt to help get all of these injured people home kind of pan back to the hill here where Cudgel is in front of the mercenary that Svartal is holding. And her face is just twisted in anger. 
How fucking dare you? And she punches him in the face and shakes him. How dare you? Does anyone stop her? Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. I will. Yeah? Okay. I will. I will put one hand on her shoulder. She'll shrug you off, like, initially and punch him again. And, she... and I will do it again, but firmly. <sighs> Fine. You need information. <sighs> Fine. Not a punching bag. Yes. And I look and I smile at him. At least not right now, anyways. Right. Interrogation. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Bind him up. Any of the other ones that live. Take him back to town. We'll get the information out of him. She will move with whatever prisoners that are there and uh, return back to town. This leaves the mayor and those of you still atop the hill. I don't know what would have happened without you all. I saw columns of light striking from the sky. Glows of golden magic. I I don't really know who you are, but I am very happy that you were here today. All right. Uh, come back to town. I could use... He looks at Reyna and Ravenna. Your expertise on this, I think. The brass crab. I've never had to make it a war room before, but I knew trouble would get to us eventually. You will take the trudge back to Vogler. Thirty-minute walk with prisoners, the wounded, and the dead. Vogler is quiet, solemn, sad. You see, as some of the wounded are attritioned off here towards the brass crab turned into a makeshift hospital. Even the rooms that you stayed in last night utilized for the wounded. Those of import gather in the room, the main area of the brass crab. The proprietor, she bustles around here, attempting to get people clean, fresh cloths, boiling water, anything that she can do to help. And strong ale for those that need it. As you settle in, exhaustion, wounds taking their hold. This is where we'll end today's session. And next week, we'll really get to the bottom of this. <laughs> so thank you everyone for playing today. Thank you everyone at home for watching. The war oh. has arrived at Vogler. And uh, it ain't so pretty. We'll, well see great. what happens. It's not great. So until next time, everyone, this has been Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.